Welcome to Geek Speak. I'm your host, Lyle Troxel. Today, I've grabbed a colleague and friend of mine to talk with us. Guy Serino, like many of my colleagues at Netflix, is quite impressive. Guy, how do you pronounce your last name? Serino. Serino. Yeah, but, well, I mean, Cherino. My name is Gaetano Cherino, but really Serino. You do the same thing as I do. You're a software engineer at Netflix. As are, some like, days. everybody that works in this building. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you get that a lot with product people. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, hard, it's hard to explain the differences, but basically, you used to do user interface stuff, and yes. now you do more, like, playback management and... Oh, I'm all explain, over. Explain uh, what so, you're doing lately. Yeah, um, yeah, I used to be on the, the TV interface um, team, and uh, that led to a lot of platform development, uh, a bunch of server development when I realized uh, things... Things could be, be better. ...quicker. Yeah. Um, which led to an interesting set of hacks. <laughs> which, which we might no, touch on, yeah. Which nobody really believed it could be done. And, uh, yeah, then eventually that kind of... Well, let's talk about that hack, because that does lead yeah. you in, away from UI side <laughs> yeah, into what you're exactly doing now. exactly where it led. Okay, so our hack days, about twice a year, yeah. we get together for a couple days, and people just make whatever they want. Mm. And um, examples of this, there was the Netflix socks, which were oh, yeah. like electronic devices yeah. that you put on your socks. And you know how the interrupter happens when you're yeah. plunging? You twiddle your feet, and the interrupter goes away, and the video yeah. keeps playing. It's pretty Yeah, awesome. they detect when you're sleeping. And, yeah, effectively. Yeah, and the hacks, they're all over the place. Let's yeah, there see. was that one hack where the guy, like, if you looked away from the screen, it would buzz you. And you're yeah. like, no, you can't do you that. you got to watch more. Yeah. And that was that was fun. There's been some cool, like, image detection stuff throughout the whole videos where people oh, are like, yeah. you know, show me all the scenes with bananas in it across all our catalog, yeah. things like that. Yeah, really Joey's neat. always got a winner, too. I mean, I, it's, you've had some fantastic ones. I've, I've had seen, a couple wins, yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen some uh, Joey. I, 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 Joey who? Joey Cato okay. um, stands out in my mind uh, as uh, so. I mean, there was there was kind of this rivalry going between you know Joey ever since he stole the trophy, the from, trophy from the NES hack, which I thought was pretty much a, a, a sure slam winner, dunk. But, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> but um, ever since that day, there's been kind of a thing going. And uh, yeah, I mean, when he did the uh, Narcos, you know, kind of platformer 2D game, um, yeah. Full to... full game is a hack. First full off, game. a hack day is really supposed to be a day or two. Yeah, no. You cannot develop a game. Yeah, no, he he can. He does. I, he does. <laughs> I mean, and then Bogdan coming out of nowhere going, yeah, you want to do like an NES on like an 80s device? I'm going to the 70s. I'm going to the 60s. I'm going to put this on like a ancient television. Like this thing's going to be just cathode everything. You did know, Bogdan just, do that? He did. Actually, the model of it is over in building D1. I didn't uh, know it was his. So that's, yeah. so that's, that's the cleaned up version of it. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. was him and uh, Evan uh, Browning. This is um, streaming vid- Netflix video yeah. on old television. Yeah. But what's the software well, on it the had television? The, uh, it had the knobs from the old TV in case, okay. you know, and they, they did the left knob for sort of up and down and the right knob for left, right. And they did a whole navigation interface, and they reduced just like it for, Netflix at home. Yeah, they got the the four by three aspect ratio for the. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you you hinted on a couple of them in the NES project, of course, is well, the yeah. That's that's what started that. Fight. Let's talk about the <laughs> let's talk about the, the your your uh, yeah. NES. Yeah. I, is this is this internal or is no? This... this is totally public, so don't be. Uh, okay. I have to edit stuff if you're yeah. too secretive. All right. No. Um. That would um. It actually, a lot of your hacks actually become public after the fact. Yeah. 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 No. No. It is. It is public. Um. It, uh, the reason I ask is kind of the the inception. Um, ah. story uh, is somewhat related to an issue we were having at the time with partner engineering uh, not getting the TV interface to perform adequately on a very low-end device. And um, I was trying to get them to address an issue I was having at the time uh, with the fast start feature suspend. And um, they 
basically said, yeah, it can't be done. You know, don't worry about your suspend thing. Really, we have to worry about this this serious platform bug because it's going to be a major, major issue. And and I was like, ah, oh, you guys are spoiled. I mean, you guys with your gigahertz and your, you know, I mean, that thing is like, that's a, a champion device. Like, no, this is kind of low end. No, no, that's a champion device. And I was like, come on, I you could do that on like, I could get Netflix to run on like a Super Nintendo. Actually, you know what? I'll go all the way down to a Nintendo. I will make this work on a The Nintendo. original Nintendo. The original NES. And they said, okay. And I said, if I do that, can you fix my issue? Because I really need to make this launch. And they were like, yeah, all right, Mr. NES. So, you know, that, that was kind of where it started and then you know showing up to hack day you know i I was like i got some bad news guys (laughs) like this is this is an original nes i mean it was actually hard hooking it up to the tv remind me the games that came with the nes yeah this is like the original super mario yeah this is metroid like one (laughs) you know this is original super mario yeah the original super mario the original zelda i mean you had like 2k ram of which you lost a bunch in the zero page and like all sorts of other stuff and then you had like you know i mean it's like a megahertz processor yeah really slow comparatively yeah and then the the picture processing i mean and it it was amazing what nintendo did with that hardware it was really amazing right because when you think of those games you're like well those are fast games and mario you're you're moving along the screen there's a lot of sprites moving it's engaging yeah i mean that was you know kind of like early you know graphics dedicated hardware and and it but at a cost i mean they they managed to do it all on a real relatively low-end device i mean low, low cost device and so trying to get video going full screen yeah. there, I mean, that's that's, that's fun. I mean, you know, and, and we were, like, in some of the early exploration, I mean, it was, at one point, I was, I was co-developing it with uh, Alex Wolf, and he said to me, he's like, so, Guy, what do you think the chances are that somebody in the crowd might have epilepsy? Because <laughs> it was flickering like, really bad. What are you talking about, man? That's not even a good question. Like, like don't even <laughs> don't even go down that. I'm not even going to begin to answer that. I mean, and he goes, he goes, no, no, really. And I was like, and I looked at it, and we refer to that build as the flashy mess of video. It could so have caused epilepsy seizures. We so. were really yeah. worried yeah. about epilepsy. Well, well, what you do, of course, is you make an announcement beforehand. We've done a lot of theater with strobe yeah. lights, and so just make an announcement ahead of time. No, no, no. this was this it, was bad. It, it was like a frame a minute. I mean, it was it, it was yeah, uh, it was no, just headache inducing. So, <laughs> just to be, I mean, just to roll back a little bit for some non-technical people that might be listening yeah, to this podcast. <laughs> um, general televisions are now computers, and they're pretty powerful computers comparatively to yeah. the first computers we ever had. Yeah. And so when we're dealing with like running Netflix on a television, let's say it's a Sony yeah. or a Samsung, whoever mm-hmm. it is, they've actually put a, a bit of code in there. It's kind of like an operating system of, our, of ours, mm-hmm. which is called a Netflix-ready device player. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah. Platform. Platform. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. Something like that. And we support NRDP. that platform, <laughs> and then on that platform we can launch our app. And that's yeah. how our Netflix app runs on TVs yeah. and game consoles. And then we have one UI. It sort of normalizes a lot of the platforms, some of them having you know advanced features and some of them you know, just being kind of straight, you know, Netflix streaming. Um, and that allows our, our UI developers to just program to one application across yeah. you know, the world. You can kind world. of think of it as a web browser in some sense. Yeah. We, we yeah, actually conceptualize it at some like level like that. Very specialized yeah. web browser. And so you were running into a situation where you wanted a, a device partner to launch our app a lot faster in some yeah. something you're doing. Basically with the other idea yeah. that we don't want people waiting around to watch our logo no. load. We no. want them watching TV. Yeah, I'm, every time I see a load screen, I go I go insane. I mean, I, I, I see that spinner and I'm like, I have nightmares from that spinner. I mean, I, I look at that spinner and I'm like, what are you doing? The first what, project I what, did was uh, we replaced the spinner on on the mobile device, on the, yeah. on, I was on the uh, iOS team at the time, and 
I had to deal with that spinner sprite. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, all that is is effectively like an animated GIF, right? It's just yeah. in this situation, it was CSS with a spinning still yeah. image. And it spin perfectly and stuff. But yeah. I know what that thing is. It's yeah. nothing. No. It's just a thing that said, yeah. someone said start spinning and it'll spin yeah. until it's told to stop. Yeah, no, and, Not and a useful thing what got me was like anytime anybody was adding a feature around this, like, like somehow it was required that we had to wait for this thing to just be slow and yeah. you know just just so you I'm got sorry. really excited about the idea of yeah, changing was, that and yeah, so i was like that's gotta stop i mean you can't and people just said no the tv's just not powerful enough it was you up said, to a minute at that point they were, oh, they were yeah. they, you know they were looking at putting features in there anytime someone's talking about putting features on the spinner screen <laughs> we've really gone down a dark path i mean like yes. they're like yeah we could we could show like video or something you know while the users wait no don't make the user wait yeah, yeah. let's just let's go for channel like you change a channel on a tv so it surprise, just comes surprise up. what you actually <laughs> moved into over time yeah. is that yeah. problem yeah that's exactly where I ended up. Yeah. But back to the NES, you, you developed this in, in what? In C? What, how do you program uh, in NES? Yeah, it, it's, a chunk of it was in C. A chunk of it was just in straight assembly. Just yeah. 6502. I figured old, old Wozniak style <laughs> assembly. But uh, that just touches on something. But anyway, uh, that yeah, it was it was the, the actual video display um, loop was, was all done in assembly. And a lot of the logic uh, for the platformer, it was kind of a Super Mario... Did type. you do uh, DRM video or non-DRM video? Nah, we, we okay. ended up casting. Like, That's we, we a up, lot of processing. I was, yeah, I was adding a a network interface, and it just we were having a lot of trouble getting it to work with. Right. It, and, and then there was there was timing problems. We were using a Raspberry Pi on the cartridge because the cartridge is basically just a slot, like on a right. computer. So you can you can add any anything you want in the hardware there. You know, as oh, long really? as it shows up on the pins. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like it's like. Building so an what you expansion add, card. What was the interface then with that card? Well, we were basically putting a Raspberry Pi on the cards, and then the Pi would do the decode, and then it would put it into the right tile format, pixel format for the Got NES, it. and then we would just blit it out on the screen real fast. And okay, so the NES, the NES code it itself handle. is doing as much as pulling stuff from the cartridge, which is really yeah. not a cartridge; it's yeah. really a processor. We use the, the character ROM where you're yeah. supposed to store all your oh nice gosh, background that's, sprites. And, that's awesome. And, you know, <laughs> so, so you were just wiping the character ROM with new frames the and repainting. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> trying what we're to get. Doing, to, what, what we, your we frame? Get the pie, the pie timing was all screwed up. So like, you get to hack day, you got 24 hours. Yeah, it's a mess. We ended up just you know we cached the video and we just loaded the Largest cartridge yeah. size we could find, and then you know, we're like, yeah. okay, we would finish building the network interface. Right, right. Yeah. It's it, it always didn't even a matter shortcut. Even even showing like the full video, like running on the NES with the with the platformer, you start up and you jump on platforms to decide like which video you want to watch, which is awesome. Like, yeah. Which I, I, you even shouted out recommend in the video. <laughs> like we had the social features back then, and and the, it just was like one of those things where it we got all that working and then lost hack day. I mean, I, I was like, how is <laughs> What? (laughs) Are you not entertained? I mean, I I didn't know what to say. So to be true, the hack day, I mean, it's really for the fun of it, but we do have a competition. So there's different areas of competition. And if you're up against somebody else and they do a a job, (sighs) it's the group that votes, right? The entire group votes. And and the winner in that category, Joey Cato, came up to me afterwards trying to hand me the award. He's like, no, this is yours, man. What did he win with? Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. He's <laughs> like, still sore. It's been like five years. It hurts, still sore. It, hurts. it was like yesterday. He comes up to me. I mean, was, he tried just, to give it to you. It's like Rocky at the end. He's like, he's like, here, this is yours. And I was like, no, man. You know, it's you won. It's all right. Yeah. All right. So you got you got Netflix <laughs> streaming on this, and I think well, we actually not did a, streaming. Well, <laughs> close playback, enough. and yeah. we got uh, that was one of those ones that was a public blog. Yeah. about it, and we do they that did, sometimes do when that. it's fun. We talk about it publicly, and, and a lot of yours actually are, are yeah. fun in that space. Yeah, we got like a million views on it. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty <laughs> it was... cool. Um, 
you you also did, and I don't know if we want to, really want to talk about Kazakhstan. Yeah, that I, well, just real just fast. what you did. I mean, the, you, first off, you decided next time you're going to work a little bit longer yeah, on it they, rather than they, two days. Every one of these hacks pretty much always starts off with like, "Guy, you can't do this. It can't be done." You know, and I will show you, <laughs> <laughs> which was pretty much what I told Neil Hunt on that one, our ex head of product. Yeah. And I, I was like, I was like, "Are you coming to Hack Day?" And he's like. Yeah, and I had a leading question kind of before that asking about like streaming over 3G. Could you get that to work for, you know, nations around the world? And at the time, nobody was talking about yeah. around the world <laughs> for, for Netflix. And, and he's like, he's like well, yeah, but that's... at the time, we were focusing on like launching yeah, uh, we just part of Europe or something. We were trying to get LATAM right. Yeah, we were yeah. starting to look at... Yeah. Anyway. Um, I mean, keep, you kind of keep in mind that these time frames, the, the engineering staff versus what we're doing is kind of different five years than companies. It yeah, but it's four also... Four years ago. <laughs> I, I mean, in general, like when we did when we tackle something, you'd be surprised how few people are actually yeah. working on that thing. We do really lean teams. Yeah. And so people are, good. People are busy and we had the size we had and that's yeah. what we're doing. So no one is looking at streaming on 3G no. and you're like, no, we can do that. Yeah, I was like, and they were like, no, it's just, it's the bandwidth's not there. It's just not going to work. I was like, yeah, well, did you engineer? Yes, you, you know what? Come to Hack Day. I'll show it to you. And I happen to be going to Kazakhstan at the time. Um, which might not have the best network. Which... Yeah, <laughs> that, uh, it's improved a lot. Um, it surprisingly, I'm not going to name names, but one of the cell providers that I was actually originally trying to trying the code out on the US was actually worse than the Kazakh provider. We ended up getting it to work on. Interesting. Um, which is so really, it's more. It's, I yeah, really, it's it, yeah. it depends. You know, it's one yeah. of those things. But you know, we. It was. I was going over there to basically ask permission to marry her. <laughs> Who's now married now? Y- yeah. Yes. And and meet the family. Um, yeah. So I was meeting the family and you know kind of getting to know each other. And... So you were not go. You didn't travel to Kazakhstan just no, to prove a point. That was that was <laughs> happening. But I was like I was like oh I will prove this point. I will. I will okay. Show so you're it. in Kazakhstan. <laughs> yeah. With with we not did all good. that. Yeah. We, and we you know we went to Uzbekistan and we were traveling around and I'm watching everybody on their phones and I was like this is doable. You know what? I will do it. And, you know, my fingers were getting a little itchy after, you know, all the family. And, and I said, all right, you know what? Let me, let me, let me get programming. <laughs> so what did you program on then? Uh, I had a pretty crappy laptop with me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, it, do, it doesn't take much. Yeah, it's just typing. <laughs> you know, I, just got, I was sitting in the back of a taxi. You know, we were traveling between towns and I just started cranking out code. You know, bought a few SIM cards for some local providers, like a gig of data, and just got to work. Yeah. And we weren't even launched at the time, so I had to play around a little bit to, to actually get the <laughs> True, streaming, serious hacking streaming to work. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, and then the next thing you know, we ran over to this. Uh, we bought a really cheap uh, TV, uh, low end uh, fl- flat panel. Um, bought an inverter and plugged it into a. Grabbed a taxi. We had a whole plan that involved like a. a a Russian Soviet era Lada, like just that old car, oh, like yeah. you know, just couldn't get the car. Yeah, though. we couldn't. Yeah, the guy fell through. He didn't want to show up. You know, yeah. I thought, he's like, he's like, he's like, you don't want to buy a car, uh, then I not visit you. And so, you know, I didn't want to buy the, the car. <laughs> the so car. I, guess, I guess that was a limit to my. <laughs> so you just get a cab. <laughs> so, so just Wait, I'm running out in the street with like insanity? a TV, like like trying to hail a taxi. I'm like, anybody stop! Like, where do you want to go? Anywhere, just not in this city. Like, I, I want out. Take me out. Like, in just middle just nowhere. take me in the middle of nowhere. So the video has you in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that, oh, that was prime and you, location. And you have that a, was the middle you have of nowhere. You a TV in the back of the car. <laughs> yeah. I put it on the back of his car and then I, you know, Kazakh man is like looking at it. He's like, what? What are you doing? You know, and He's never even heard of Netflix. He's never even heard of Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and he's just like, he's like, man, this is, 
This is great. So wait, so you take your do you take a, a cell carrier on your laptop, yeah. run some code? No, I, I had a little three G modem, you know, okay. a little, little cell modem, and yeah. I plugged that into a, a streaming stick, um, and it had a USB port, and I got Linux, and I did my own build for and the one of the, TV. and one of those streaming sticks, of course, is one of those providers that actually makes code with us, so we have hardware from them. We can deploy no, no, this was an off the shelf, off the shelf thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. it was an Intel because oh, you didn't travel computer. with the plan; you just no. made the plan on the travel. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, I had a geeky. loose idea, sure, but I mean, sure. it, it. I mean, it didn't really. Oh. Did you get TV going on that? Oh yeah, yeah. We were, yeah. We 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 did it. We booted it. I mean, I, I had some race conditions in the startup code, but you know, basically, it, it, after it, a while. It, it it loaded. You know, Netflix came up. So did we you called sit- it Stream Possible, threw a little boot screen in there, and made it look like a product. You yeah, know? yeah. And then you know, it just it it loaded up, and then I just plugged a keyboard in. I didn't have a time to get the IR remote sure. to work, and so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did my own port for the TV, and then you know, we we loaded it up and started watching uh it man and um i got in a little trouble for that because uh, it wasn't a netflix original, original. oh yeah <laughs> but at the time we only had like two originals and you're also it. talking about a few minutes it's not I like was, you're I wasn't the... thinking about it you know, I just, like, I, you uh... know it man i was i was just like oh, is it gonna load is it gonna load yeah, is it gonna right. load, it load. So, i was like ah so the, it, man. <laughs> it was you and your now wife and yep. Uh, and this Kazakh stranger, just, just, I wonder if he bought service. He actually kept trying. He goes, he goes, he goes. I want to buy this. Like, and of course, like, you're not saying it's Netflix. You're just saying it's a streaming no, thing. I, well, he saw it. He's like, he's oh, like, he what, is, what is this Netflix? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I loved the way he said it. And, 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 like, he was just talking, you know, sure. to then. Well, about all right. To be, so you do this project, and on the hack day, of course, you play that, but you also show it. Yeah, running. Yeah, it was a little, and you did a little bit more for the hack day. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, and and that was it. Just and I was, I basically just messed around to get it because, again, there's there's sensitivity around like the streaming video quality versus you know the bandwidth because yeah. it's easy to do super high definition if you if you pump bits, but you know it's it's harder to do it at low bit rates, especially yeah. with plans like I saw and, around there. And, yeah, and higher bit rates, of course, cost more money for the customers. Yeah, there's that, like a I, was like, I was like, no, this got to work in like a gig, you know, yeah. like it's got to work in a data plan. And the that truth is, I mean, since that time, whether you were an initiator or it was just something we was going to do, we've done a lot more work on oh, getting yeah. the mobile working. Well, that's, the, I mean, Neil came up to me at the again. I lost that hack day too. I mean, yeah, I know. apparently streaming from <laughs> I think a TV you lost in the middle of me. I, I just I can't win. I was like years of that, you know. So I so, and I talked. Neil catches me at the break. He's like, "That was really Kazakhstan." I was like, "That was really Kazakhstan." He goes, "That was really like you. You had the data rate at like 256 kilobits." I was like, "Yeah, SD's not bad, you know. HD, like you can you could do it. Like if we if we do better job with the encoding, we could, you know, which that happened. That happened. <laughs> then, then he went back and said, "Okay, everybody, let's do this thing." I was like, "Ah." Yeah, all right, you know, here's the thing, and I still lost, but you know that I feel like I okay, won. Okay, so the you know, thing about because the hack now day, we're working on the product, so that, yeah, that's true. We have one, and that's I feel and, I feel good about it. And you switch away from the UI team and actually work on that. I'm working on the encodes. Yeah. I was speeding up the encoding for that's to get cool. those really low bit rate encodes. Well, anyway, yeah, that sorry, yeah, just jumped ahead there, but um, they <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it, it basically that's that that's been my life uh, for the bottom half of last year. It was basically just getting the right bit rates you know to run through the platform because it's just it's just a massive catalog and to yeah. re-encode everything with the recipe i mean we hired some clever people and they came up with really good visual fidelity at really low bit rates that yep. works great on those networks and uh it just takes a long time to encode so then i had joined the performance team for other reasons and basically the next hack day after that and then uh that's it. That's what I was working on. Now we've we've got those encodes. We're ready to go. We can re-encode with new recipes anytime our algo and, you know, 
scientist guys come along and say, here's a, here's a slightly better picture quality. Yeah. You know, we can just rip through the catalog. And this is and- the thing that's so amazing about what the, the level of brain power stuck into this space that we don't talk, we, the way to think about how, whether video looks good is not really about how many bits there are or they, no. all those rules. It's an, it's a feeling a person has about the yeah. look of it. We actually tested that. Like we, we ran a scientific trial where we're bringing people in and having them look at video quality. Yeah, Cause how it's, can you know if it's yeah, good? Perceptual video quality. I mean, we started off with just like most of the industry, which is, you know, RMSE, you know, root mean squared error, um, type measures. And it, that's it's not, like a mathematical analysis of yeah, how close you are to like the original. how close you are to the original right. image, you know, but the problem which is, does, which should achieve well, a good starting yeah, place. Good start, yeah. yeah. We, it, and, but, you know, eventually, no, you want to throw bits away. You want error where it doesn't matter to a human. Yeah. You, you want, and a lot of stuff doesn't matter to a human. You're right. surprised how much it doesn't yeah. matter to you a human. Want, you want to tune to kind of the perceptual range of human beings. So, you know, we brought in human beings and we tested different and stuff. And, speaking of this, I had a show a while ago with my friend Ben Jaffe, and he had just gone to uh, a conference. Was it, it wasn't CES a year ago. It was something like that where he's looking at AR tech, you know, uh, augmented reality, yep, yep. and also virtual reality. Mm-hmm. And the virtual reality people are doing things, you've probably heard of this, of taking a person and put them in a room. And when I say room, I mean, quote, you know, finger quotes, mm-hmm. right? They're just in a virtual environment. And have them move around and walk in straight lines for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. And they shift the image slightly to one direction and can cause them to turn and rotate yeah. without them knowing it, right? Yeah. They're freeform walking, mm-hmm. but in reality, they're walking in circles. Yeah. They have no idea. So it's clever. this examples of <laughs> humans track. just, we're not as good as we think we are. Yeah. Things. Yeah. We're well, feedback systems. Yeah, so. Well, we're learning. <laughs> um, and then the, the last hack day, which I think you actually finally won. Didn't you win the hack day with the... I won when I didn't expect to win. The Lolomo one? Yeah, that, wait. With Michael? Oh, Honey Badger. Did you did you win with Honey Badger? Yeah, we did win yeah. with Honey Badger. That was... Honey Badger, I think when I had Michael Polson on, we talked a bit about Honey Badger, oh, okay. I think, at that time. But the general idea was to deliver – we normally deliver our data between the television – our servers and the television with a big JSON payload. Yep. Um, and this was a very compressed payload instead. Yeah. yeah. Again, it started with a challenge. It was me talking to the then API team. And yeah. they were telling me about the how many requests – in a second, one of our servers can handle, and I was listening to that, and you know, he thought that could be a like, bigger number. Wait, what are you talking? My phone could do that. You know, and they, <laughs> they were like, your phone, "What do you mean your phone so, could do?" I'm like, "My phone's powerful enough to do." They's like, "No way!" And I was like, "I will show it to you at Hack Day." And so I show up with, you know, I tap the right people. I mean, Got Paul said I've been yeah, sure. working on Same the problem, on the Falcor thing, and then we changed the payload. I mean, again, so, guy, I think of you as like when I see you in the hall. We don't, we haven't worked very much. I don't think at all together, really. Unfortunately. No, <laughs> um, but. We see each other in the hall. We know each other through other people, and you know, we've been here a long time. Yeah, joined I think we start the same, same time. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and as soon as you got your just guy username, I changed my yeah. username to Lyle, that was, that and everybody's like, day. "How'd you do that?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I told you, <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> oh yeah, I know a guy. <laughs> anyway, though, I think of you as friendly and jovial and fun, mm-hmm. and yet you're telling all these stories of going, "I'll show you, I'll yeah. show you." Well, I mean, do people it, think it, of you fun. as a jerk, no, or is it no, mostly no, like just it's it, okay. it's? I mean, I mean it in fun. I, I certainly hope. <laughs> I mean, it's usually like, you know, I view it as kind of like a challenge to humanity. You know, like, like how do we, we can do better than this. Like, let's, let's try, you know, (laughs) not as a, like, oh, this is better than yours or something like that. I I, I don't care. You know, (laughs) I want to ask you about some other things. So I'm going to get off Netflix for a while, unless there's something else you want to talk about Netflix. Is there any other hack day things or anything you want to mention? I mean, that was, that was, yeah. Yeah, that, that was. That was good. And there's a couple others in there too. Yeah, I mean, they were like doing the teleflix, like typing I, I, hack days are fun. We could talk about 
yeah. hack days for hours. I mean, yeah. it, well, it, I did. It's such I an did enjoyable. Like, <laughs> I did like the whole Morris Code one. Yeah, that because was, does that telefix? Yeah, because the whole your guys' presentation was great. You got was dressed up in old timey clothes yeah. and you talked in old timey voices. Yeah. And, uh, who's your partner on that one? That was Alex and Karen. Alex, I mean, yeah. pretty much every you know hack yeah. day. Yeah. The three of us. And then sometimes we add somebody, and you know that we have some people who are interested, and you know, like Joey's actually been trying to hack with us. We we just. Bogdan, we keep not, we keep just missing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. we need to. It's hard to come up well, with know, an idea. The ones that really win are the ones that make the employees' lives easier. Yeah. So there is that trick, right? Yeah. So like the last That's, one. This is why I'm not good at winning. No, because <laughs> you're trying to solve serious problems, <laughs> yeah, and for your employees at Netflix, like, well, we have great bandwidth, and we're yeah, <laughs> you know, right. exactly. All these things yeah. that normal customers I, don't yeah, have a problem don't, playing the game. I'm terrible. <laughs> the, thing that, the thing that got me about the game was really that we've got this. Um, we use Google calendars for all our meeting oh, invites yeah, and stuff, right? That's how you win. There's, yeah. yeah there <laughs> and go. there's multiple buildings, of course, and um, multiple rooms. And you, you always get lost. You know, you need to know where a meeting is. Oh, and yeah. you need to know it all the time. Common problem. Everyone has Everyone's it every problem, day. Right? So I can't remember who did Who's this. Who's this person? Just made a Where's Chrome extension meeting? and basically looked up the room and showed that's, the map. That's my life now. Right. I, I'm actually I'm, – so I've done some Chrome extensions and yeah. some Firefox extensions. And I'm just – I'm going to be an extension man. You like now. those. That, that's it. I'm just going to do extensions. Because like, they're so powerful. You can do, you can do anything. There's like there's no love rules it. in there. You're, you're, like, you're like, oh, here, install this. It'll be fine. You're I was like, running this. Somebody was talking about a problem they were having in a workspace where they had this really bad app. I think it's my sister runs, mm. and it's a medical thing in Vermont. And she's like, this app is uh, it's really frustrating. I was like, is it a web app? She's like, yeah, but we can't modify it. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, well, you always... could write extensions yeah, to make yeah, it all better. Yeah, you can. <laughs> like, oh. There's a way. <laughs> I didn't tell her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my yeah, God, that, I don't know if I want to do That's like the ultimate backdoor of the internet. You could just rewrite the app on top of it. Yeah, I mean, I was working on one extension that basically just puts dust over pages this was uh brendan brendan Gregg's idea actually he to like age the page yeah to age the page so it sort of gives you a sense of like how old it is and you're just looking at the last modified date of the yeah, server yeah. oh that's yeah, great yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know like, so you get a more aesthetic feel like well, picking it, old it, it saved me several times since i installed it because it's one of those things where like i i'm looking at a documentation page i'm about to run some procedure but actually it's from like 2008 and if you do that you're gonna set off all these security alarms and <laughs> you know but now it's dusty like i, I have yeah, trouble looking through the dust that's you know? perfect right yeah you it turn just, it off it if you want to read it yeah. You know, yeah, but you Human shouldn't turn really it off. No, you, you should pretty no, much. What I'm saying is like you should be aware of it, and if it causes enough annoyance yeah. to you, then you go wait. Why wait a minute. Why good. is it hard to read That's this? Good. You know, and then and because you never check the date. You know, you, yeah. <laughs> you just, I want to. I want to open source that with. Uh, Wikipedia, I think. I think that's a good I, idea. I think that'll work. But anyway, yeah. That. All right. Here's another question for you. Yeah. An academic question. We're going to talk about a whole other line yeah, of stuff. Half, halfway into the show, we're going to talk about my dog. Um, I have a little dog, and he's a. Um, like a Rottweiler, no, okay. no, a pit bull okay. kind of dog. He's really sweet. His name is Higgs. Hmm. His name is Higgs Bozo. Higgs, oh, Higgs. Yeah. yeah. And when I think, I think I brought him to the office and mentioned. I remind you of your dog. <laughs> and mentioned his name was Higgs Boson. Yeah. And you said, you know, I helped find oh, yeah. him. Yeah. So <laughs> that was fun. After after years of knowing you Remember and that talking about code and stuff, you just happened to mention that you worked at CERN. Yeah. So what? How did you get to CERN? <laughs> yeah. What what that's, happened? That's. That's really a long story, uh, which I, I, I got in a little trouble with violating a few university bylaws around that because it turned out that Fairfield University, where I went to school, did not have a high energy physics department. But okay. it was kind of like the beginning of open source. And, and I, had, I was working in a physics lab at, at the university, and I was just trying to get some basic physics equipment to talk to a computer, and I didn't want to use, like, DOS. Okay. <laughs> which... 
Sure. I, I just didn't. <laughs> you know, it was one of those. What things kind of that, basic equipment were you talking about? Uh, it was so the interfaces were called GPIB and KMAC and VME, and they they basically they were they were kind of like shelves, and you could put instruments in them. And so we had a lab full of all these great leftover instruments, piece that, of hardware, basically hardware that you could you know do experiments with, but just trying to read anything, like a tone generator, things like that, tone generator, like an oscilloscope, yeah, um, function generator, whatever. You know, okay. it, it, but you've had all this hardware and this kind of card slot thing, and it's got like a computer and the only backbone. Way to read it was to run it this DOS program and then you had to like copy all the DOS like and then it was DOS you know and then you had to like copy all this stuff and like right. try to put it somewhere else where you could actually do some analysis on okay, it so, so this is in college you're doing this are yeah, you working was, there as an employee is that what you're doing yeah, I was, I was, research system yeah the physics okay. professor like grabbed me in a class he's like he's like hey Mr. Linux that's gonna be a thing this Linux thing you know why don't you come over to my lab and I was like alright cool you know and so that's pretty much you know wh- where it started I was working on some um Long-range Wi-Fi stuff. It wasn't Wi-Fi at the time, but it, I was trying to do some – I had really bad bandwidth at home. <laughs> so I was like, you know, there should be diverse – you know, I'd been working for IS, uh, a small dial-up yeah. internet provider back then. And um, I was always concerned with bandwidth it has to be better, you know. And, yeah, yeah. and so I thought, hey, I could get a point-to-point, like, radio link, like, going yeah. and, you know. This modem is technology through point-to-point. Radio point. modem, I call yeah. that <laughs> That long ago, <laughs> and so, <laughs> so we so, so you had some gear in that space and had that kind of protocol. Well, and then we had all this physics equipment, and I was working. You know, I was friends with a bunch of the physics people, and I, you know, I was taking some classes. And so I, I was always interested in physics from my dad. who was an electrical engineer, and and so I um, was working there. And, and I wrote a, I wrote a bunch of drivers for Linux back. Then I mean, this was like Linux 2.0 kernel. Yeah, wow. Well, well. <laughs> it was, it was well, actually, it, was, it might even be 1.2. Anyway, it was, it was a while ago. Um, oh, yeah, I ported what, it what, to 2.0. What year you graduated high school? Like, what era is this? Well, no, this is college. So this was... Um, but this is right after high school. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, this so is this is around like 99 and okay, right. 98. So I, um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I finished up these drivers and I got it to talk to this GPIB and KMAC and VME stuff. And, Which are like physics standards. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're common on like... A lot of this, like non-consumer equipment, you know, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. that physics labs would have. Yeah. Um, and and so you know, I I took the code when I was done with it, and I just submitted it to um, the Linux lab project because I was like, well, I'm open source. I'm done Linux with is it. open yeah, source. Hey, yeah, you know, yeah, here you go. I'm like, ask my professor. Do you mind? You know, it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, mean, I didn't what think it was listening to me at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was. He's like, yeah, you're you're doing good work. Just keep. You know, I, I saw him like every three months. I mean, right, right. like the ultimate boss, right? <laughs> just <laughs> no idea. Anyway, so, so I, you put it on the early so that I internet. Just send it over to someone in Germany, and you know. Anyway, like it, basically, um, he, is this the I, you kind of got in trouble thing because that was actually IP of the college? Yeah, well, yeah, you didn't yeah, know that at the time. I was, I just, I was young. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it was, so, so it was this, one of those things. You know? So Linux drivers all of a sudden emerge on the, in yeah, the they physics just sort of internet, showed up, and all of a sudden you know, people are like, "Hey, yeah, that's very they useful." Were, they were looking for this 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 guy. I mean, because I didn't sign. It with my real name, you know, sort of did, but they didn't know. <laughs> so, Your hacker handle. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't really so get who, it. So who in Germany found it? Uh, it was someone at the University of Heidelberg. Um, I, I don't know, actually. I, okay. never, I never got there. Well, so, <laughs> but, so, but, but basically what ends up happening is like they – I ended up going down to Brookhaven National Labs and they were about to turn on the relativistic high on, heavy ion collider, which was kind of a precursor experiment to the Higgs. And this know. is at the CERN facility? No, 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 no. This is in the U.S. That's okay. In the US. That's in New York. Um, okay, so wait, actually, what? BNL is pretty much like Hawkins National Lab. Like, no it, way, does it look like it, that? It, it's the real thing. We're talking like about the Stranger logo Things. Is, yeah, seriously. Yeah, this is it. Like the a BNL. 
BNL. I had nothing to do with the show. I never gave them the idea. I just every time I see somebody with Hawkins National Labs shirts on, I'm like, oh hey man, I work there too. You know? Oh oh oh, that's strange. That's creepy. Oh wait, what does yeah, BNL stand for? Uh, Brookhaven National Labs. Okay. Um, and it, it's it's in Long Island. So I was down there. Um, you know my professor was associated with this experiment so we were working as a multi-university collaboration and so um i got my first exposure to meeting some people from elsewhere because <laughs> where i grew like up outside your small little yeah area. it was <laughs> i'd never met anybody from germany or from japan or you know so all I mean, these people I'd, there I'd met some, but they were americans you know yeah, like, yeah. Th- th- these were not Americans. <laughs> right. So, um, second language English kind yeah, of thing. But, yeah, but, you know, the common language of physics and math. And, you know, I was just interested and we were about to turn on this massive, you know, particle accelerator. So, talk about this revolution. Revol- it's a fast ion accelerator. Yeah, the relativistic heavy ion collider basically was, at the time, it was the most powerful um, collider in the world. So, if you want to smash things together, typical particle physics, right? You, right. Take, you take two particles, you smash them together, you look at what kind of comes out. Okay. <laughs> then you figure out backwards, like, okay, what was in there? <laughs> and it's relativistic because it's fast enough. So, yeah, it's close and to the speed of light. Close to the speed of light. And, so you, and you ex- the ions mean gold. that it's, it's gold. So the heavy ions gold were gold ions. in this okay. case. So they, 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 this is ionized, so it's it's like, like think of it as like pure and it's kind of not joined with anything. Right. So it's that other state of, of matter, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Plasma so you, state. You're kind of like, you're down to the raw. Think okay. of it like, so you build this plasma, which is like super hot and, you know, keeps... This stuff in this state, and again, I was not on. I was not you're one on of the, the physicians. You're on the, <laughs> I was on the, you're on the computer I was on the programmer side. data sure. collection, and so they were like, "Okay, look, we have all this data coming off these collectors, and we can't get it through fast enough." Like, and so we're losing physics was how they used to describe it to me. Like, like every, you know, it costs like a million dollars a day, or what? I think I don't remember how much Wait. it costs to run the beam. And so, like, when this thing's on, like, we want to capture as much data as possible, and we want to lose as little data as possible. When I look at like for traditional like physics slides, when you see like a bubble slide where a bubble photograph, yeah, actually, they have a they have that at BNL. They developed one of the biggest ones there. Okay, actually. So I, I saw the bubble chamber. That's like an here. unstable chamber of material. No, basically, and then... you take that plasma, you shoot it into a bunch of bubbles and then you kind of look at the trail and then from that you can sort of back figure how heavy the thing was for it to end up there right. and, and how the it splits spin, apart all that and tells you what kind yeah, of charge you, it has yeah, you work backwards traditional okay, ways my... of figuring out particle physics yeah 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 and as you go to yeah so okay. you need to get to higher and higher energy so states that to... in that situation you always i always conceptualize it as they 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 hit one thing they fired one thing but of course beams you don't do it that way you have a whole bunch of this stuff yeah hitting. well this this was a big beam i mean this this is like a good size of the town this is like tens of miles. I mean, it's, okay. it's a and, big and they want to reactor. turn this up and to get it up to speed. They've got to accelerate all this stuff, and of course, yep. that takes time. Yeah, well, that, that whole that's pretty quick. But you yeah, know, but, you, but you know what I mean. You got to clean up the beam, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of stuff, and so then you have to shape it. You take some magnets and you kind of you pull all the junk out of it. it. So you sort of you focus okay. it, and then you want to whack the target really. And what's quick. the target? Gold. Well, the target would have been the no, no, no. The gold is in the. In plasma. The, you know, plasma, the, the plasma is gold. Yeah, it starts as gold. It's yeah, kind of, of not really gold by the time it's going to speed of light. But <laughs> it's, it's, well, nothing's really what it is when it's speed of light. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's kind of gold-like. You know? It still feels like I mean, at the gold. time, we were building a, a, a pion stream, and then we would get the pion stream to decay into muons, and then you would we would measure it. This was the G-2 experiment. So the, that, the idea was that, like, there was a constant relating to these things, and it should be, you know, this exact number. I mean, I, I forget which model I was looking at. They would show like it should be exactly like two, and it wasn't. <laughs> it was just barely not two, and that missing piece is kind of where the new physics was hiding. So it's like it's like we can't right. describe 
how this energy happened unless there was something else there. But we're not, we don't really have a conclusive read on what that something else was. And what we, was the theory of the something else? Well, it's, it was the Higgs. I mean, okay. we're, we're looking for it. But, you know, we weren't. We couldn't quite get there. You okay. Know, so. so the and the tech the tech you had at the time, the energy levels you had at the time, just gave you there's an anomaly here. That's the only thing it said. We, we're like, this is okay. This is not an experimental error. It is definitely okay. not two. <laughs> so there did, is something else, but we're not. We, we can't really and say. And what, your piece of this was basically just data. making hardware pick up data faster. Yeah. So if it's not the bubble chamber thing, we have a new what version of the bubble chamber. What is the bubble chamber? Yeah. Hardware. We, we have. Uh, well, just describe what it, how it's made. You don't it's, have to say what it is. Yeah, it's scintillating material. So it's it, scintillating, scintillating. I, I don't remember how to pronounce. You're it. You're just making things up. No, no, no. It's, okay. it's basically just a kind of a big chunk of plastic that's see through. <laughs> okay, so, thank you. And so <laughs> what, you, what you get is, you know, you can't read physics at you can't read data at the speed of light. It's, there's just too much. So what you do is you build these coincidence detectors, which basically have two pieces of this scintillating material, kind of like right next to each other, you know, okay. and then what happens is either if it, if it comes off at a, if, if the atom falls off the beam, at sort of a certain like angle velocity, velocity based on its mass, then it's going to hit it at a certain angle. And then you can see, you can count how many events go through both pieces both of, of glass as opposed to just only one of them gets struck. Okay. So you can try to kind of back figure like where, if you put enough of these together, you can say, okay, well this much came off. I'm and doing when, a really when, bad when job. One of these is fine. <laughs> We're on radio. It's really hard to do this. When you have that two of these discs of this cintillating yeah, scintillating material. Scintillating scintillating material. material. How, what, what is it? What is the pickup thing? How do you know that something's hit these, these pieces of plastic? Um, what oh, is oh, sensing so you have it? A little, you have a light sensor. Okay, and so the plastic changes its uh, and then it really photon s- capabilities. Yeah, well, I mean, it lights up. You know, it's kind of okay. like if you shine a flashlight in a Got it. piece of plastic. You know, oh, hey. You know? Okay, okay. <laughs> so, and then if so, you put a detector on the end, that kind of detects like how much light is there. But we're not looking for light because we want to know what angle it came off at. So if we if we put these things kind of next to each other, we can see coincidence. So we can see it went through this one and that one. And therefore, the angle was this, and therefore, so therefore the right. velocity was right. and all and, this other data. And then, if, and then you can count that, which is a bit faster than, you know, because it's just a you want counter. to count that. Right, right. So you count the number of events. And basically, you have to pull that data off the detector as quick as possible because if you wait, it's gone. The buffer fills up and, you know, goodbye physics. So it, it was, you know, we lost physics. We dropped physics on the floor is pretty much how we thought of it. So, okay. Um, so we were just collecting. And I w- they were using, you know, a bunch of stuff from the University of um, Urbana-Champaign. Um, and they – were involved in basically trying to pull this data off as quick as possible. I was, I was there. I was a low-level lab tech, so I was just getting into but you're a particle Linux guy. physics. But yeah, I was like, hey, you know, we got these drivers, and they're like, hey, yeah, yeah, go, you know, hey, undergrad, you know, <laughs> you know, we're kind of the peons at the lab. <laughs> so you know, like, there's like postdocs there, and like super postdocs, and like they've done multiple doctoral <laughs> pieces of research and studies, and you know, and, and then there's me, like, you know, they're like, here, why don't you solder these connections and just like. <laughs> Just stay over there, you know. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I was doing some computer stuff, and and it was it was fun. But um, shortly after that, basically, somebody from the University of Heidelberg spoke to somebody at CERN, who said, "Wait a minute, this we need this software. This is Linux. We're going to be doing Linux analysis. So we need this thing. This is how we pulled that off the detector super quick without going through DOS and without." So someone else saw that of yeah. your work. How yeah. they see your work like that? Well, I'd submitted it to that. To that group. Oh, yeah. oh you're saying. Yeah, so you, you'd submitted it. Some time had passed. You'd moved on to this other project. Oh, you were doing yeah, like, similar like things. like a year later, somebody And then all of a sudden they found out. I don't who, know what happened in the middle. How they figure out who you were? Well, they didn't. They, they actually went to the university. They were like, we're looking for your high energy physics department. And 
there was no high energy physics department. <laughs> it's part of where I got in trouble. But anyway, um, the, eventually, you know, my professor kind of found out about this and, you know, was like, you know, this is, this is, I, I think I know who did this, you know, and so he, came over to the lab and sort of off schedule and was like, hey, do you even know what CERN is? And I was like, yeah, CERN. He's like, well, we got two tickets. You know, we're we're going. You know, you're not even a major. Like, I'm going to have to, like, give you all of nuclear, like, on the plane. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he got you a ticket to go. Now, what time frame at CERN? Have they fired yet? Have they turned on yet? What, what, what lo- no, this is basically they were building. I mean, oh, the LHC God. was getting ready to, yeah. you know, the Large Hadron Collider was, was getting ready to, to fire up. And they had been watching the RIC, the Relativity relativistic heavy ion collider experiment yeah. at BNL. Seeing that the two is not two. Yeah. They're and like, they're, they're like, like oh, oh, they don't have it. Yeah, we're going to find it. You know, we've got the energy. So they, they, CERN was very excited. They're like, we're going to flip this thing on. There were, there were two big experiments going on at the time, you know. And the, they wanted you to come in and make sure the count was right. Yeah. They're like, get fast that data. Don't drop physics, you know. How <laughs> fast, how fast, and was it similar type of detectors at um, CERN? Yeah, yeah. They were, they, yep. Thing? Um, I mean, more of them? I, I saw it more abstracted because I was mostly looking at it after it was in the right interface. Like I wasn't dealing with the right, detectors, right. But... Some wire was coming off some sensor yeah, I mean, and the, feeding you data. They you built like... this thing. I was on the the experiment was called the compact muon solenoid. So that was the CMS experiment. That was the kind of second experiment. The the main one was sort of the the atlas. I think is the one that reported um, the actual like fully confirmed result and cms well, basically said yep that's in line with our experiment they were all they were basically replicating the g minus two experiment that bnl had done okay so they're redoing the g minus two yeah, experiment but at higher energy, at higher energy with a better yeah. perspective yeah. with a better counts well, later percent. so they had right. newer technology so they're doing that at the same time why why they we feel just, in the u.s that? we just canceled the super collider in texas oh my gosh so I and mean, filled we were, the whole back we in. were crying and you know <sighs> physics i mean so it was bad. it was it was bad times you know we, we the u.s had was on target to have a larger collider than CERN. Yeah. Um, and what's yeah. the, the large hydrogen collider? It was going to be bigger than that by a yeah, lot. Yeah, super collider. Yeah, and the... we already did a lot of work on it, including digging the path mm-hmm. and the hole and everything. And oh, then it was a write-off. I mean, it was... We just said, yeah, no, well, I... Congress said, yeah, back in? nah, it's not important. So, <sighs> well, yeah, it was sad. So sad. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's, that's life as a DOE physicist. <laughs> so did you, were you able to get your, your Linux stuff working and pulling off data yeah, fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, I mean, how I, was, fast? I was working with a bunch of, yeah. the, the, like, the, they, they kind of knew what they were doing. I mean, they, they, yeah. they had all this stuff wired up and they were... You, you learned know, as much as they learned kind of thing? Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, it's these collaborations are great. I mean, you're just dealing with great people. And yeah. so, you know, you're, you're like, oh, I don't know. whoops, I didn't initialize that right. Uh, when you plug that in in that order, I thought, whoops. <laughs> you know, so there a few few quick little changes. Fixes. And then, um, yeah, I was working with a liaison there at CERN and um, it was just a great experience. I was there for a couple of weeks and then they're like, okay, you're going to get a couple shifts because you're here and, you know, it's physics. We can't turn the beam off. You know, when, when we're getting beam, we're getting beam. <laughs> and and so cool. Yeah, it was, it was, a, I, didn't sleep much. Now you were, you were, so you were there before they turned on the large hadron collider, right? Uh, the, no, the, the large hadron collider was on, but it, so it it chooses which experiment to feed. Okay, that's you know, so like you sort of have all these different ring. experiments are really based you, off the you're same. You're tied to the beam. same ring, so then okay. you, you you get the rings going, and then yeah. You know, so they they, they had so a pretty you come good after the problem with the helium leak. Were you there after that? No, I, that this was. They had shut down. They shut down for a while for like a whole winter or something to re. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's been a while now. Yeah, so, but anyway. it was basically it was. So cool. I forget if there was before or after. Okay, but so you you kind of described to me before there, that you, it was September. Yeah. Um, it was. You described to me before that you grew up in a town that was pretty isolated, and you talked about it a little bit earlier in the in this yeah. conversation. Yeah. Um, what was it like to all of a sudden be in Europe and meeting all these people? Oh like, man, 
I just, my mind was blown. I, I was like, they, I said to every one of my friends from, from home, I was like, they lied to us. You know, it's not, it's not just the same thing with like an Eiffel Tower or something. It's not the same thing at all. <laughs> it's, I, I, I felt like I'd been brainwashed. I mean, like I, I, I love, it, it's funny because the more I travel, the more I've learned to love where I'm from. <laughs> and like, That's good, yeah. you know, things were really nice and, you know, it was pretty close. It was in the, I was in Connecticut and it was pretty close to New York. Pretty good band. It's in the New Yeah, well, no, not in Connecticut. <laughs> SNETs. Anyway, there's a long story right, there. But um, basically, uh, I came to love it more. But, you know, when, when you grow up as a child and you've never seen anything else, you really don't know yeah. <laughs> kind of what's out there. And then, you know, I was going and I was just things were different. I mean, just stuff would strike me like, you know, the, the physicists at lunch were just, they had like these individual servings of wine. I was like, wine <laughs> at lunch? Is that allowed? You know, I mean, I was, I was so. I wasn't ready for what so I saw. So you're a programmer just like me. How do you do like having a glass of wine or a glass of beer at I, I lunch? Are, do you do okay in the afternoon? Nah. It doesn't work for me either. <laughs> it always feels like it's a good idea. And then it's like, oh, I'm an email today. <laughs> not programming. It's like, it's like everyone who talks about the Balmer's Peak. There is no Balmer's Peak. Your code does not get better. No. When you're drinking a lot, no. I, it, you I might mean, be happier. You might be happier. I mean, it's, <laughs> I swear, I've done I've done my own experiments in this space, and you know, when I when I check it the next day, I mean, it's it's it, not good. Yeah, or it, if it is good, it took a long time. It's, it's like a page one rewrite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I so I worked for a software company in Paris too, and I was traveling there, and sure enough, they yeah. were doing wine during the day, and yeah. I I couldn't. I no, I, I was, always wanted to because I'm in Paris. It it's like lunch. You know, I, the, the, the lab was extremely different. It was just it was. They, they treat their scientists very differently. <laughs> I think it's really hard working. BNL was a very hard environment to work yeah. in. I mean, it's not, it's not a very pleasant environment. I mean, the, the science is great, but like, it's just, it's, you're a cog. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's in the middle and it's like an industrial site. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it looks kind of like Hawkins lab. <laughs> but they're not, they're not kids running around in bikes with D, yeah, playing I mean, D&D, it's, right? It's a lot of buildings you just can't walk in and you know yeah. ones you can walk in and like one snack bar and you know just Ugh, vending machines yeah like and you go into the town and everyone hates you because <laughs> you're like oh, I, destroying I the town yeah it's just, it's just you know and then you're, and then ah, you're at CERN University and everyone's like, like oh you're at CERN you know like it, it's just it was different you know yeah. <laughs> like they had nice dorms and you know and respect like, yeah and people <laughs> yeah <laughs> collaboration <laughs> creativity kind of a different environment yeah. and I, I really enjoyed it um and they asked me if i wouldn't you know, wanted to come back and, you know, they're like, yeah, we think you're pretty good. You know, we want you to stay. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm just going to check out this Europe thing, you know, cause I'm here and, you know, I'm just going to take like two weeks off and then I'll be back, you know, and you know, like three months later, they, <laughs> it's like, I'm not coming back. You know? Where'd you go? <laughs> I, I, I got out. I, you explored the world. I had to see everything. I mean, it, it's, I didn't come back to the U S until Netflix basically relocated me from Hong Kong. So I had to get to Hong Kong. Uh, you just walked from Europe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. So, well, Guy, it doesn't sound like you plan your life very well. No, Why? Why is that? Planning's a fiction. I, <laughs> I'm not a big believer in, <laughs> in I've that. Got, I've got teenage kids right now, and I'm trying to. Like there's stress. This about might not be the stuff. most motivational. Well, it's, for them. it I mean, really isn't exactly. It's like, it's like the Mongol rally. I mean, I went on the Mongol rally, which is basically a charity thing that you drive from. Like at the time, it was we drove from London to Mongolia. Okay, London, That's... England to Lombatar. Mon- I was joking about no, dro- walking, no, but you that, went across. Yeah, the... that was that was a thing, you know. And so we, you know, getting the when visas you say was we, a pain. What do you mean? Oh, me and two of my my roommates from Did Hong you Kong help build the vehicle. No, we we took a London cab because you know that's. That's how you do it. <laughs> I mean, so we, we bought a London taxi and um, 
It's actually a Scottish taxi. We couldn't get one from London, but <laughs> you always seem to get the wrong car. Interesting. It, it was it was white. It wasn't black. Yeah. It, whatever. It had uh, things that were wrong with it. But you know, it, it was. It, so what? What is this race? Is it a then, race race? Yeah, yeah. It's a race. Well, it's. I mean, it's charity. So it's not like nobody really cares what place they come. I and mean, the thing is, like, just see some amazing stuff, and then at the end, you would donate the car, and you know, and you also had to raise some money, and you know, you chose a few causes, and then whatever you wanted to support, and and so we did all that, and and how yeah. do you, you get involved in that? Uh, well, my room, I, I had been going on that I was going to leave Hong Kong. I, when I lived, I lived in Hong Kong for almost 10 years and I kept saying I was leaving. <laughs> and, and every time I said I was leaving, you know, I was like, I was like, you know what, I'm going to leave. And they're like, yeah, whatever, you know. And so I said, no, I'm really leaving. I'm going to do like the Silk Road. I'm going to, I'm going to go back on the Silk Road. I'm going to do like the, the Marco Polo, like, you know, let's go from like Beijing to, you know, Europe, like, and yeah. follow the Silk, you know, the other and then I figured, like, from Europe, I'd just fly back, you know, maybe drop by CERN and <laughs> see how things were going. <laughs> I still haven't found it yet, have you? <laughs> you know? So I don't know. I, you know, and then I didn't have a big plan, but it's just sort of a loose idea. And then, you know, check in there and then head back to the US and, and fly from there back to Connecticut or New York or whatever. And um, my roommates were like, you know, you're, you're thinking like, like backpacking, like, like hitchhiking or something like like there's this charity you know where you can actually drive a car <laughs> but you can go any way you want and you want to do the silk road so why don't we just do it from the other way <laughs> we'll head from europe to <laughs> mongolia and 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 i said yeah <laughs> yeah put me down and so started, how long did it take um <clears throat> we did it in about five weeks um came in 82nd place by the way yeah. About. Not that it matters. Not but. that it matters, but uh, didn't win that either. <laughs> but feel like I won, <laughs> and so yeah, we, I, the team actually, it, it had gone over, so the team left me. They they left me. In, in, they uh, left you somewhere. Yeah, but the first teammate left me in Turkmenistan, and the other one left me in uh, in Kazakhstan. I begged them to just go over the border into Kazakhstan with me. That was the first time I was in Kazakhstan, and uh, yeah, he, he, he I just dropped them off at the airport, and like we had picked up another guy who was leaving his team and so he we, we drove him to the airport and and he it was a very emotional scene at like six in the morning and yeah. he's like he's like look just give up just give up get rid of the car we're not going to make it like I, we have to go back to work we have to, i'm like i'm i'm going he's like you're by yourself <laughs> you don't have away. any money you're yeah. like just this is like you're not gonna make and I'm, you're not and you're in Kazakhstan. you're not even like, yeah, you still yeah, have no, there's still a really long way to go. I mean, so, and that's kind of where the roads get more interesting, you know. That a little more dangerous, what right, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's where they're not so so paved. You know? Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, uh, we just went to. Um, yeah, he he left me, <laughs> and you kept going. And uh, yeah, he gave me. He had like a hundred bucks. So he gave me that, and I was like, sweet. I could buy some gas. <laughs> so, so like, like all you have is a yeah, car and hundred like, bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I just started going hungry. And like, but... how's your how are your languages? How many languages do you oh, speak? Oh, well, that's when we knew we were doing the thing. I started studying Russian for. It's useful. Exactly that. For exactly this. this. Can I have some food, yes. please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This. Gdia Mongolia. Which way is Mongolia? <laughs> Which I learned is a very. Useless question. That's a totally useless <laughs> yeah, question. And I kept thinking I was like, after studying some Chinese, I thought it was like the wrong tone or something. I was I was saying the oh, accent right. wrong. No, no. I was, you know, it's like my, my, you, my, my head was all screwed up. I was like, I was like, yeah, which way is Mongolia? You know, like why is no one answering me? You know, because <laughs> no one knows. What do you mean? I mean, they're, they're looking at me like I'm crazy. You know, thirty like, percent down. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, they're looking at the car. They're like, is that? 
a London taxi? What? <laughs> what? What is that? You know? And I was like, yeah, that's um, that's going to Mongolia. I I I don't know which way Mongolia is <laughs> in my broken Russian. You know? And so there. Yeah. I mean, I just I had she left with the maps. I mean, my, why she leave the maps? Had, it was an accident. It was, oh all, no! Yeah, everything went good. wrong at this Turkmen hotel. Okay, and... so you're on the road by yourself, barely speaking Russian, in a <laughs> London cab made in, in Scotland. Because yeah, I ate every other day. I was just... <laughs> starving. Yeah, I was, and you're just uh, running into well, people explaining things, hoping they speak English. Yeah, and I kept trying to use <laughs> my American Express card, which didn't work. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I handed it to one guy, like trying to pay gas, and the guy's like, "Look at me!" He's like, "He's like, you won't." use this what is this i was like oh no i was like this is a credit card and he goes this not credit card (laughs) this is this is american express why don't you use america (laughs) and i was like oh boy (laughs) where am i you know and so yeah i just eventually yeah i got to the last border and there was a big pile pile up of people trying to get cars in the country and there was some issues going on with the race at the time and and um yeah, I, I had to get all these people through the border. So I ended up, I was like one of the only ones who spoke any Russian. <laughs> and so you got all the cars through. And I got them through. They're like, we're not going to leave you. I'm like, no, it's going to close. It's going to be like days if it closes for the weekend. Like I'm stuck in the DMZ. Like this is, this is not, just, not just go. <laughs> like, no, we should turn back. We should go with you. I'm like, no, just go. I have to get the car through. They got through and eventually like, you know, I got through and just had no idea how far Ulaanbaatar was. And so I just passed out on the side of the road. And, wow. Like, got up the next day and drove to the finish line. Wow, that's intense. Sort of. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was. <laughs> Would you do that again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> In a second. Well, what were some of the good parts? All of it. <laughs> I mean, I even liked going hungry. I mean, it was it was amazing. I mean, I was just seeing just... it was just, uh, People are kind of great everywhere I've traveled in the world. I mean, it, it's just... It, it's amazing when you're interacting... I mean, here's the thing. They they see something like a London taxi and they're, they're they know there's an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> they, it's like I, I, I often travel with a guitar. I mean, it, it's... Did you know, travel with the guitar? Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, I refer to it as my Gina, which is my wife. Because oh, um, I hadn't sweet. met my wife wife yet. But, <laughs> you know, but at the time, I was traveling with... You didn't the, meet your wife that first trip through Kazakhstan? No. Oh, no, but I did. It was instrumental when i did meet her that i actually knew something about her country it's always a good <laughs> she thing couldn't believe <laughs> <But> <laughs> like i've been there i got her attention <laughs> so how do you end up in in uh hong kong like yeah we, we skipped 10 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah this is gonna be the end uh, um yeah it's a long one but it, it basically what you do there i was just uh, working for a company and they they asked me to go overseas and i I, oh, okay. I did. And they said, oh, yeah, something's wrong with you. You love to travel. I'm like, yeah, something is wrong with me. <laughs> if that's Just wait. Ten years from now, I'll be insane in the middle of Russia. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there is something wrong with me. I was having an argument with my boss. He's like, he's like, yeah, it's something about you. You like to go to like the Czech Republic and have like cheap beers and that's fine to you. And I'm like, yeah. Sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> so in, in sounds you were doing yeah. programming hardware, robots? Yeah, what yeah. It, was, it, work, it, it was a phone company because I was mm-hmm. still working on making bandwidth faster. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of a common theme there. And um, then I started working for Yahoo. So I was working oh, cool. um, uh, Yahoo Asia Pacific. and we Which is a totally different company, actually. It's totally different. US. Yeah, we made. In fact, in Japan, Yahoo's still a, a powerhouse. This was We were working with YJ, yep. uh, Yahoo Japan, Yahoo Korea, um, Yahoo China, yeah. which was being spun off at the time. Uh, this it's was no longer Yahoo. There's no longer Yahoo China. No, right? there's now a, 
a lot of interesting things. There's Alibaba. There's, Alibaba's part of that was Yahoo. There's, right? Yeah, there, yeah, there's yeah. Baidu. We were, yeah, we were, that was Yahoo. We were, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, actually, made a lot of money for Yahoo because we we kept the shares. You know, in Alibaba. And, you know, yeah, that, that, they've done okay. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Yahoo did all right with that, but um, it was it was a heartbreak at the time. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we knew we knew we were onto something, <laughs> but oh, um, yeah, no, it's, and I loved it over there. So I. Just I ended up staying. I ended up studying Cantonese. I ended up studying Mandarin. Everyone told me not to study Cantonese, but I was in Hong Kong and oh hi, Hang Gong Yan. So, so do you speak Cantonese and Cantonese? Yeah, there's the little, little Hang. Yeah, I always have trouble with those tones, but the tones are hard, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the I always hear. That's the yeah, hard thing. yeah. But you're musicians, so that helps. It, I think you just gotta <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I it, enough times getting it so wrong. And, Russian's easier. Hang Gong. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I lived. Yeah, I, Russian was definitely easier, <laughs> but I mean, I, I spent less time doing it. I mean, yeah. they, they had some nice education credits for studying Cantonese, and cool. it, I studied at the Yale and China program, which was um, set up by Yale like, in association with Chinese University. Of so you did a Hong formal Kong. training, and yeah, lots it's of time night on. classes. Yeah, um, but they you know they had some good programs, and it's just I've never every word of a foreign language I've ever learned has been the most useful learning <laughs> I think I ever did. It's, yeah, I don't think people regret learning languages. It's so useful. Just the times when it... Are it, you fluent enough to think in other languages? I mean, do you do you have ways of saying well, things? I've definitely that... forgotten my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be pretty solid with it. But um, yeah, I mean, I was pretty decent with Spanish. Okay. Um, the Russian is definitely not not not, not never, got good, never got strong. Well, you got to use these things. Does your it, wife tease you about it? I mean, oh yeah, she yeah. has a blast. And then she also <laughs> just can't believe it when I suddenly pull out words or you know I, right. I understand phrases. You know, she'll talk to her parents or something, and, and you're like, why are you talking to me? How do you know I was talking? Well, then about I'll it? say something. You know, and then I'll be like, you know, but anyway. I mean, it it's fun to have languages. It's it's fun and so useful. after this travel across the continent you yeah, there then... my russian was a lot better i bet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny how you get yeah, good at language actually does this yeah <laughs> yeah like when it matters you really so pay attention it wasn't time, like vocab did, did you jump from class. there to netflix yeah then netflix how who hired you um his name's ricky he's no longer here oh, okay. but um he reached out and said hey come do this no it was a old uh high school friend oh, cool. um uh, Cameron, who used to be in data analytics, um, kind of precursor of uh, our data engineering teams, um, uh, he put me in touch. He, he's like, he's like, yeah, you should, you should talk to us, you know. And and I, I was like, Netflix, like the DVD company. Like, he's like, yeah, we have real programming problems. I'm like, like shipping DVDs faster, <laughs> I mean, labeling, I mean, barcodes. I mean, logistics is genuinely right. hard, but I, I didn't, that sounds more like a data problem than a... <laughs> Isn't it great how different the I mindset no was? I had no idea back yeah. then what, because, you know, they didn't, we didn't have it in Hong Kong. So like, like while Netflix was sort of happening, I was missing it entirely. Sure. I'd, I'd be watching like a Cantonese like soap opera or <laughs> something. <laughs> Just, and, you know, and, and so then I... I talk to him and you know i was out here anyway because i was trying to move back to the u.s for years and and uh yeah netflix is like yeah okay we're gonna relocate you and that's pretty great i was like yeah i'm, I'm in yeah you know, that, <laughs> and that's yeah it so, all began there interesting, five years so you've ago. done a lot of outside the u.s as being an adult you've been mostly outside yeah. the u.s right yeah interesting yeah it was amazing watching china 
growing. I mean, it was oh like, yeah, like that because I was I traveled in the mainland a fair bit, and you know, it, it, China. Was, and you're and you're working at Yahoo, so you're in the meat of yeah, all of it too. Yeah, I mean, well, I was I wasn't at Yahoo for that long, but mm-hmm. I mean, I also worked at a robotics company, and you know, so dealt with the manufacturing in like southern China and I was in Shenzhen a lot. And, robotics uh, as in manufacturing Longzhou. robotics? Yeah, yeah. We oh, were geez. building little robots for like, you know, we were competing with kind of the, like I, I was working on the Rovio. Um, What's the Rovio? It was it's a webcam on wheels. Okay, I think <laughs> I might have heard that called, name. That's telepresence, you know. Sure. The, oh, yeah. And um, it was, uh, and, you know, that I was working with a guy named Max Bogue who, Later went on to invent the 3D pen, actually. You oh, know, that, that pen yeah, thing. Yeah, that, that pen thing. He, he was struggling with a bunch of, like, invention ideas. Uh, he, just clever guy, you know. And, and Clearly. I, I love being around the inventors because they're always, like, just coming up with Weird awesome things. Stuff, yeah. You know? like, yeah. It had a little bit of that, like, physics feel to it, but different in that it wasn't, like, massive particle reactors and nuclear materials. It was more like, you know, magnets and rubber Plastic bands and, and <laughs> springs and stuff. And, and so he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to build a 3D pr-. He goes, I remember at the time he had, like, two toys he was showing me. One of them was kind of a twist on the, like, gripper toy where, like, you have the handle and then it has a long stick and it grabs something yeah. far away. And it ha- it's had, like, a scissoring motion. And then he's like, he's like, all right, what do you think of this? I'm like, I did, eh. I don't know. <laughs> it's a thing that does and that. He's like, he's like, well, I think I could do a low cost 3D printer as like a pen that like melts. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I still haven't over tried like, one of these. I, I got they, one in my desk. Are they I any signed good? it actually. Really? That's cool. yeah, I'm terrible are at they, art. It's are like they unused. <laughs> are they fun to use? Super fun. I, I just, I, I'm not, I, I can't even draw with a regular pen. I mean, I, <laughs> I gotta try it out. I mean, I, we'll I just melt plastic, and it just kind of makes globs. And it's like, if you ever seen my soldering, you know, it's, I'm, like, I'm the worst on the team. I mean, when it comes to that, I, I'm the, it's just cold joints and you know, yeah, globs yeah. everywhere. You know, but I mean, it. I've seen people who are great at it, and I've it's seen impressive. I've seen what I could do. It's not the same thing. It's not impressive. All right. I before you came in, I went and grabbed snacks, and so okay. I grabbed a plate to write down notes oh. about what it asked you. All right. And we're coming to. Time for me to look at the plate and see if okay. I've got everything. All right. Hack days, Kazakhstan, plate. NES, robotics in Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, not planning stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's you a touched on what, what is the Higgs boson particle? Yeah. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> so, um, so you could do the same as I could do. Yeah. <laughs> describing. Yeah. yeah I, all I, right. I mean, so we were we were searching for the top quark at the time. I mean, so it, it you're quarks and you know what i'm gonna it's do not, more damage i think we get somebody I, else to do that yeah I yeah agree. I, I, <laughs> I, can, I can bring in the right people but when it when it comes to I mean, we were basically like okay look that's missing yeah that's, that's a problem physics is hiding and your guitar player most of it was on that plane trip you yeah. know like going over I mean, it was, it was like, here's basic leptonic activity okay here's like you know and i was like what? <laughs> <laughs> I love it in a plane flight. Okay, you got to be as good as these people who go to Surrey. I was like, what? <laughs> it's a I'm like, listen, if this is going to work, it's going to be because I'm a awesome programmer. Because <laughs> it's not going to be the particle physics. I'm great at the particle physics. <laughs> but there's a level where you have to be able to no, no, communicate okay, had, with these people, the, right? You had, had to get that level. I understood level. that. Yeah. I mean, you're I, probably I, stronger I, at that point. Yeah. All right. You have, well, first well, off, that was 20 years little ago. side project. <laughs> You ha- what do you feel about regexes? Oh man! What is it? what's a reg- regular oh, expression? Oh man! Oh oh! I didn't know it was coming. Oh man! But I I <laughs> am the owner of regexlicensing.com um, because regular, regular expression, expressions. What is are a regular expression for non-programmer? It's just the bane of programming existence. I mean, so a regular expression is this 
sneaky way of encoding a deterministic finite automata in a string. So ba- th- that doesn't help at all. Basically, I love like, how much that you, doesn't help. Yeah. So so what, what basically you have like strings of characters, and you have you have a whole bunch of characters like a name like Lyle, and you want to have like something that matches. Like okay, here's let's do email address. Let's do so oh yeah. Everyone yeah, let's, looks let's at email address. Email address. <laughs> this, is, this is like <laughs> oh, it's you're easy. really hitting my ticks. <laughs> okay, so so, so, so the pro- the reason so you, why it's such a great one is that everybody knows what an email address is yeah, and they can recognize one. Yeah, right. And so it, all you have to do is write a program that can do the same thing. So you want a program that can kind of chop up an email address like a and human and make sure could. it's true. Yeah, like is it really an email address? So like Lyle, you know, like so you you could pick like you know like Elon at Tesla dot com or something, right? right? And you know, and you would a human would chop that up instantly and go, okay, it's Elon at Tesla.com. And and they would just kind of get the parts, right? But a, right. a computer doesn't do that by default. So you, you build a, a parser scanner, Lexer, which basically cuts that up. Like a little program, basically. With, like a little mini program that... That, that says, can, find the at symbol, yeah, stuff before well, the at symbol yeah, is the this person. this is where it all goes wrong. Is, <laughs> so pe- programmers love to commit these atrocities in code all the time. Like, oh yeah, this is a piece of cake to match like these expressions. Like this is a phone number, or this is an email address, or this is a credit card, or whatever. But Or this is a human name. Or this is a human name. Which is impossible. <laughs> and they always get the rules wrong because there there are no rules i mean like in the in the case of an email like the rules are so complicated across so many different specifications that anybody who writes a reg x against an email address is committing a sin it's wrong <laughs> it's almost always like their programming soul is going straight to hell <laughs> because it's just it i've I, and these things they always write them because you know they're they they spend a lot of time learning how to write these things, these regular expressions, and and then they they want to use it. Ah, this is the right place to use a regular expression. No, it isn't. Use a library. Use something that parses email addresses, please. Like, so I've I've been on a soapbox about this for years. Where I, I because this is the stuff that breaks and takes Netflix down <laughs> because it is always a piece of because people write these things and they're kind of unreadable even by the same person yes. who wrote them <laughs> Re- regular expression is also known as a it's, i guess it's a language it's yeah. a re write once never read <laughs> yeah, nobody understands nobody can, it can't including read. you hey, including yourself after a while like a week and a half if you come back and a go real oh. reg x that you know by the time that thing really works it is gonna be very hard to read and that and whenever it's hard for a programmer to read it Guess what doesn't happen? It breaks. You don't it. <laughs> Nobody understands it, and Nobody it breaks exactly yeah. as you described. Absolutely. And it breaks in prod, and then suddenly it all goes down. And then we, you know, Twitter lights up with <laughs> right. right. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Study so for you, my final. So exam? you decided that the best thing to do would be to go ahead and make well, a place have where licensing. Let's have licensing. Let's you can write regular <laughs> expressions if you get a license. Yeah. And, and how many and licenses have you applied? Zero. <laughs> so, and this, this is really for the library authors who are willing to do the due diligence to really get it right and yeah. and handle all the different cases and really understand the problem space before writing it and not just write it and move on <laughs> and wait for it to break in prod. Yes, yes. <laughs> so. so funny. I, for a long time, have not used like powerful IDEs. Until I came here, I didn't use powerful mm-hmm. IDEs. So I was a developer, JavaScript, HTML, that kind of stuff, right, from Flash work and yeah. such. And I was always using a text editor. BB Edit, I think. Yeah. And it had a good search and replace. Yep. So when I wanted to refactor code, yep. I was writing regex. Oh, yeah. Right? Because yeah. just that's what you did. There it is. And then then there's a multi-line. And you get good at it, you yeah. know, kind of over time. Until... And then you're like, wait, I need to do this thing. I did that last week. Look, look through the history. Oh. You're like, oh, I don't know how this works. Regexing, regexing code is always where it goes <laughs> oh, wrong. It that's wrong that's always, And it leads to problems. that, that I'm not going to name the product, but I've seen it in multiple products. <laughs> That did not work. 
<laughs> and users got upset because of so, a regular. So I actually talked to our our, our kind of the, the core team. I, yeah. how, how would you describe reliability engineering? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I spoke to our reliability engineering team, and I and I said to them, I was like, can you? Every time there's a major incident, like at Netflix, can you tag it if it's related to a regular expression? Because I'm pretty sure... 80%. The root of all evil <laughs> is, is hiding in a regular expression somewhere. And, so, and they said, all right, fine. They're, they're joking around. And they, they did start tagging it. And sure yeah. enough, it's, For, you wouldn't believe how often things that... When, when we go down, you wouldn't believe how often it's related to a regular expression. It's amazing, though, how many times the software engineer problem is a simple thing like that just a simple focused problem sadness it is it's sad so you every know, time i see a regular expression now i'm like why did you do that to me <laughs> why why <laughs> so for years i've gotten uh, uh, riley books because mm. of geek speak right yeah. so i used to just get books and read yeah. them and then review them sometimes have author on it was fun and so when i think i was at one point i was I moving desperate was, was it i haven't done that yet i have to you gotta do that you gotta try write. that <laughs> it's fun but, right don't I, regular expression. I was getting. You should. You should. Don't. How not to do a regular expression? Not to write a regular expression. <laughs> Just a list of libraries and other things. Yeah. Yeah. Look, so look at this. I was Don't getting do this. rid of a whole bunch of books that I didn't need. Yeah. And one of them was a regular expression cookbook. Yeah. And I kept it because of you. Oh no. I just put it right on my desk. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I built this. I haven't really gone you the distance. With, I, yeah. Because that. I, I just want to start citing people. You know. Oh yeah. I, you I, I you wanna, should cite and also cause like outages and stuff. Be great to know outages. No, you're getting cited for you know <laughs> you've been, you've been writing code with the unlicensed use of regular expression <laughs> i like You're, that you should do that here oh no that's what i plan on doing oh, with that website do that i just here. haven't gotten to it hey man you know it's I, there's a lot to do <laughs> the common theme is someone has to tell me i can't do it so <laughs> did we talk about magic modem oh no what's yeah. magic modem that's uh that's a device that basically lets you teleport anywhere in the world i i wanted the the fun of like getting streaming to work in a place like Kazakhstan on TV is that the networks are different. <laughs> yeah. And it's really easy to program when you're there on a network that has challenges, but when you're here say in Los Gatos and yeah. you're you're using the Netflix like And we're not just talking about slow bandwidth, we're talking about different ping ratios, we're talking yes. about entrapment uh, Late, stuff, all latency characteristics. Yeah. I mean Netflix uh, it, Shaping is typically what you can do is you can kind of simulate that, right? You can build something that's that tries to shape your internet to look like internet around the world, and those the shaping models are usually very flat and not very indicative of reality. (laughs) You know, they like one of my favorites is packet loss. People say, "Oh yeah, there's packet loss. Yeah, you just set three percent packet loss or one percent, and then it simulates this connection, and and then you know the router just you know." follows what you say and drops every third and packet drops packets. Yeah. yeah i mean or it's randomly distributed which is never the case right real networks like packet loss is correlated you know when, when a router starts overloading like it it goes bad <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then it, things kind of come back you know but but right. it doesn't look at all like the models that i was seeing so, right. so i said let's build because in the model situation if i if i say well i'll just repeat my request three times and with a certain amount of yeah. drop it's always going to work oh, yeah. but in a bad network three times right on top of itself is you it's exactly yeah. the same response every time. <laughs> That's exactly what you don't want to do, <laughs> yes. but, uh, especially when you start the thundering hurt. But anyway, yeah. like, so you, I, I said, what what would it be like to build a device which could put the programmer, software developer, sorry, I'm not, that's Whatever. still coming out. <laughs> same thing. Um, you know that that it could put you anywhere in the world. You know, so that you could you could experience what it's like on all these different networks. What do the networks look like? Well, let's have the Netflix application record what the networks look like. You know, so when we oh, cool. when we look at like you know a particular network, you know, when when you're using the app, you know, we'll say connectivity was this good or this bad, and you know, this is the experience was roughly like this, and then we we sort of collect all that data, we 
send it back up, we process it, and now we can build a simulation of what it looks like. So this is this is like real user so experience. So that Kazakhstan outside real... the city space, yeah. you record over a certain amount of yeah. days, and you can play that back yeah. kind of as an Yeah, exactly. Oh, and so now you... And that is basically, I was building a device, which I didn't, I was like, this is like advanced network emulation, some long name. And, you know, the the data guy's like, yeah, so you just take all this data and then you put it into this magic modem thing. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then it just, and then it simulates it for the developer. They can feel like they're in Kazakhstan or or India or wherever, you know, Hong Kong. And and I said, yeah, that's it. The magic modem. You just named it. That's it. You know, and he goes, is it a modem? I was like, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it's a router, but that doesn't matter. I'll add a, you know, and he goes, why are you so excited? I was like, because naming is much harder than adding a modem. I'll just add a software modem to it. I'll make it, I'll just make your statement true. So there's a little software modem that modulates and demodulates at, at boot time. And what does it do? Just it makes Nothing. the sound? It just, it just, yeah, it, it takes the sound and it, it modulates it and then it decodes it. And it says, this is the, ma- welcome to the magic modem. Perfect. That's it. I was, I was like, it's a lot easier for me to add a modem to the product than to come up name. with a better name. I mean, Magic that, this Router is doesn't sound good yeah. at all. Magic Router is horrible. No. I don't, I don't want and so now router. this is a product that we can actually use around the office? Oh, yeah. 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 So you can check I'm them out. Open sourcing it. Yeah, that's um, really cool. Actually, I've been working on that, too, you know, between that and encoding. It's basically yeah. my next month or two. All right, good. That's Magic Modem. Um, I wanted to cover one more thing with you, and it's on this list. I have a longer talk about the Magic Modem. You can check it out on Blog. Oh, really? Okay, we'll link to it. Yeah, yeah blogofsomeguy.com. Okay, and I'll link to that from the geekspeak.org nice. website um, if you give me that URL. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing, the thing I have on here is not the thing I was hoping to talk to you about. Oh. Uh, well, it's weather. It's weather. Want? How do you feel weather. about weather? <laughs> and specifically <laughs> weather. <laughs> our, our weather prediction capabilities. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is kind of a side effect of having been around all these physicists that, that were doing such hard science at theoretical level and look, searching so hard for these particles that are just so indescribable. With tons of data. With tons of data and, and immense machines and, and Lots laboratory of analyses that took... Billions of dollars. And... Yeah, months, years. But, I mean, and then you get these meteorologists that also call themselves scientists that are right less than half the time That's, about what the weather's going to be. How can you be right less than half? I don't know how you could be wrong that often. <laughs> I, first of all, I have no idea how hard meteorology is, okay, I mean, so in, in all fairness to meteorologists. But, uh, totally. but, but one of those things is, like, how can you be wrong less often than even chance, and it's still a science? So I feel, I, Wait, are you really saying less often than even chance, or do you mean wrong most of the time? Because that's different, right? If, if, you have, yeah. if you have 50 variables and you have to guess one of them, one out of 50 is I, chance, you know, right? This is one of those things that I want to explore okay. much further. And so, and so I've created an alternate website i've created altweather.com which is really all about alternative weather forecasting and i'm going to do my own analysis and is it forecasting or oh yeah okay yeah it's going to be very sophisticated you and know, you're planning on getting number generation you're but, planning I mean, getting... so it's going to be this incredibly sophisticated data model where i'm <laughs> basically just going to take you yesterday's really fork i'm going to take the year over year and i'm going to i'm going to shoot it out against like real meteorology <laughs> basically and say, see who wins. let's see how often this is right or that's right you know because I, I it started as an argument with one of my relatives at at because they're like, Over oh, it's going to rain tomorrow. And you're like, yeah, no, no, it's no. not. They, they, they quoted the five-day forecast. No, like, oh, no, in five days, it's going to be rainy. And I was like, nobody on this planet knows what the weather's going to be in five <laughs> days. How can you quote that like it's a fact? Well, meteorologists said that it's a fact. And I was like, okay, we need to talk about this science. because yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you get away with that. I, I, I mean, what's weather forecasting in, like, California yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. I mean, it's like Definitely. seasonal drift. I mean, it, it, yeah. you, you don't, there's no weather. <laughs> I swear. In, in so a, weather my next versus life. regular expressions, which oh, one do you hate? Oh. Weather prediction versus regular expression. Which one uh, 
Well, which one makes you nauseous? Regular expression. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think about a regular expression, and I just I'm just waiting for it to fail. I, I don't know when it's going to fail. I know it is going to fail, and I know it's always with the best intentions. No, no, this I checked it. No, it doesn't matter if you checked it. It's, it's a regular expression. It it's it's going to be something you didn't see coming. Like you know, but the last one was a. Yeah, that's a real incident for Netflix. I guess I should. Oh, really? <laughs> so you found a real incident that was oh, a... it's countless. I got, I got. Oh my gosh! Got it. Fortunately, we catch most of them before it before it hurts too much. Yeah, yeah we're good at that kind but, of thing. Yeah, I mean, in, in this particular one, just little little hint for the audience yeah. is: uh, don't put a zero in front of a number in an IP address. That's not always a good thing. You will find out some interesting things. <laughs> About octal, <laughs> which what I'll bet your reg X for IP addresses didn't doesn't, catch. Doesn't catch it. <laughs> but when you put a zero in I, front, th- th- let's not talk about. It. Let's just move on. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> that led to an incident. Okay. <laughs> That's we keep things streaming. Um, I know the, the last thing fantastic. I want to talk about. Actually. <laughs> I want uh, the, the last thing I want to talk about with you actually is your most recent endeavor to do uh, fundraising because you've oh, yeah. actually done nonprofit. Events before there's actually also a hack yeah. day which we won't get this into didn't about that as well. Mongolia. <laughs> this is not Mongolia. <laughs> yeah. um, but talk to me about Extra Life. Yeah, Extra Life um, is a great fundraising event uh, that got going a few years ago. Some people were uh, playing video games and basically doing challenges to play video games for like 24 hours and raise money to cure cancer, and... like a walkathon kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just yeah. kind of a gameathon, you know. Yeah, it was, yeah. it kind of the, so this was from the uh, the Children's Miracle Network, um, and so some people were speed running video games, and they're like, "Okay, we're going to do this for like twenty four hours," you know, just stream speed run for twenty four hours. Yeah, that's yeah, a I lot mean, of time. Well, through. I mean, yeah. not usually one game. They oh, okay. typically okay. do like a few different games. Oh, or, cool, cool. You know, like oh, here I'll play all of Final Fantasy seven in like you know six hours or something <laughs> actually i think the current record's around two because <laughs> they wow well they i mean the speed runners have, they're really good at these video games so they they just play the game in a way that normally you play a video game you enjoy it you know this is not that way this is not enjoyment no. this is this I is mean, if you haven't seen speedrunners, <laughs> just take go up on youtube and look for like pac-man yeah. speedrunner not pac-man yeah. speedrunner that's no, a slower one people but like uh Super Mario Brothers, yeah, great they speed run. It's beat incredible. all of Super Mario World in like a few minutes. I mean, it's, it's incredible to watch. It to really watch. Is. I mean, it's you, just. And they said, you know what, we could we could do something good with this. You know, we could yeah. we could we could raise money for a cause, and you know, so that was basically they, you know, were talking. There were different efforts going on, and they were talking to children. Some of them were talking to Children's Miracle Network. They got the Extra Life event. And, what does Children's Miracle Network do for uh, cancer a, research? Well, just mostly term, uh, children with some sort of bad disease. Okay, kind of. Um, Helping kids, yeah. So that there's that. There's um, helping out the hospitals that help them. Mm-hmm. There's outreach. There's um, some doc. So it's, it's kind of a nonprofit targeted at at that. And so one of those ones where you're like, yeah, that's a good cause, and everybody yeah, agrees. Exactly. Yeah. No. No, <laughs> no one's arguing about here. <laughs> this one. So, that, so would you play? And, well, I I'd been watching it for years. I've been supporting some other friends who were doing this, and I was always like, yeah, that's kind of cool, you know. But you're doing it, so that's cool. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. Like I, I met the Netflix team. There was a group of people at Netflix, the Netflix gamers that that wanted to do this, and they started doing it a couple years ago. And, and I said, all right, I'm I'm doing it with you. And they said, well, what are you going to play? And I was like, Final Fantasy 14. And they said, that's an MMO that's designed to take like six months. Yeah. How are you going to speed run that? And like. A day is, <laughs> in 24 hours. Is that game – I always thought of it as 
like it doesn't have a termination, doesn't have a window. No, point. it's not designed to. It, so but is there, there is a story? Ah, so, so the main story arc that you can complete. Yeah, if they you call will. them the main the main scenario quest. So okay, um, and that is exactly what we did. I, I bullied a couple friends into it. And we built a full light party. Uh, How big is your team? Like four people? Okay, yeah, and, and you're all here. That all Netflix yep, employees? Yeah, or oh. wife of a Netflix employee. Close enough. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> Netflix related. You know? Sure, sure. Um, and then uh, yeah, we uh, we. Did it in 24 hours. We created new characters. We had a little bit of argument with uh, some of the speedrunners about the exact rules. You know, are you allowed to use this bonus or not? Or is whatever. there is there things they can like finish the yeah. quest as a magic word or something? Yeah. They, so, so there was some some you know okay the start is from pressing start on the start screen. You know, server selection. You don't get extra time. You know, you, and so anyway, you know, it, it so after some discussion, you know, I said okay, we could do this. You know, we, we this is these rules make sense. Let's go for it. Um, it wasn't exactly how we'd practiced, but <laughs> so it was the last minute that kind of threw us off a little. But, you know, 19 hours and 45 minutes and 22 and seconds it. later, the four of us finished and I'm Reborn. assuming you had to practice a bit with these friends. Yeah. yeah. We, we logged about 100 hours. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Because, well, the runs are long. I mean, yeah. you know, to... Do you never want to play that game again? I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ended up writing to Square because I was like, I was like, can we just because there's like when when you get to the final like two dungeons like the Castrum and Praetorium, they 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 have these long story quest movies cutscenes, and they're long. It's about an hour and a half of. <gasps> Oh no! Yeah, so we from a twenty-four hour run, we're like, okay, knock off an hour and a half of just like you know. Could you, can you skip them? Yeah, could we? No, they they became unskippable in some recent changes. So, well, not that recent, but yeah. you know. So, so I was, I was trying to write to them like, hey, we want to do this charity event. Is there any way like charity people could not do the the video we've watched <laughs> video, like fifteen you know? times? And yeah, didn't happen. I, guess I didn't talk to the right people, but anyway. Yeah. Um. So it. Uh, yeah, we we. Did so what you do for that hour and a half? Eight. We. Uh, Wrote just, some regex code. We uh, <laughs> we respected the content, yeah. as they say in just world. <laughs> we did a lot of content respecting. <laughs> so so we we respected it because that's that's fun at like four in the morning. Let, oh, me, yeah. let me tell you, after you've been like playing for <laughs> seventeen well, for, hours, you know, we're, and we're for entering. months before that too. Oh, I mean, you man. Just so much play. Oh. So we so went did in. You raise and, some money. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, this we estimate uh, the the total. Extra life um, contributions for Netflix were around thirty grand. Nice. And how many how many employees participated in that? It was your team of four, and then another yeah, my twelve or so. so that, yeah, I that sounds about right. That's really good return, and it yeah. was fun. Yeah, it was super fun. Uh, we reached out to some people. Uh, we got a little. I mean, we learned a lot for next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a lot of um, yeah there. there it, it's tough. It, it's it, tough. Yeah, and, doing charity is hard. Yeah, and yeah. it's hard to stay funny for <laughs> for sixteen hours <laughs> and polite, right? I really of got to hand it to Michael you're... Paulson because he's amazing. I mean, what would he, he do for you? He just he, well, he was playing uh, next to us. Uh, uh, what was he? What was he? Doing? Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, and uh, he was um, just just kept the energy up. You know, he he was he was super high energy all night. And he's just a pretty super high energy and, guy. And it was it was tough as we were grinding through the content. And I I built a massive button to kind of track where we were in the in, in the, the story in the data, MSQ. like your data set, right? Yeah, they said where you need to be. Yeah, and how and you to do just things. slap this button every time you finished right. a story quest, and you know, it's kind of because of course that's part of the game is that uh, of these speed runs is that you don't you don't engage the game the same way. You're engaging no. the game 
in a way where you know everything. Yeah. So like the Super Mario Brother yeah. speed runs, you know, they're just running full speed, jumping at the right time. Fun. You kind of hit something. You <laughs> yeah. go into a sacred area. That's all part yeah. of the fun. Exactly. It's, it's a different way of playing. Yeah. And no so for cheese, this, no you're not reading assist. anything. Some no. somebody says blah blah. You skip no, skip skip no, skip skip by that sword. Exactly. And you know all this. Yeah. You have to know where everything right is. You have to know where all the shortcuts are. You... What do you What do you think as a gamer and a software developer? What do you think of these massive worlds and storytelling in this form? They're very interesting. I want to see more. I mean, I've I've been subscribed to uh, Final Fantasy fourteen for quite a while. Um, there's a... I mean, I think it's going to be super exciting as we're watching virtual reality, you know, yeah. to see what these... I mean, ultimately, Ready Player One. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, oh, that's... So good. That, that book was so good. So you know, good. That, <laughs> Go read Ready Player One, especially if you're the same age as us. <laughs> oh, fantastic. man. You know, I just... But, I mean, I'm looking forward to the future. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, you know, I... I want to get the into last, that. The last, <laughs> the last AR stuff I put on, I'm like, yeah, I could hang out in this for a while. It's, it didn't make it's me really nauseous. Getting there. It was getting there. You I know? mean, yeah, I was playing it's Bridge little, Crew. And it feels it was... a little socially, there's still a social aspect that feels removed yeah. from me because every game I've played has been like, make, do a drawing, you know, yeah. blow this thing up. And it's never been with other people. Yeah. And I feel like you got to nail that really well. Yeah. And I want to see, I want to see like people look like, I want to see people's interactions that I'm playing with be their facial features. Yeah. Not necessarily their facial features, but move like you'd smile. Yeah. And all that aspect because then it would feel like I'm doing something. I mean, people. that's the great just, thing is we're watching soon, it happen. It's soon, I mean, I it. it literally happening i mean it's so what stops you from getting into that space like you've been here at netflix for five years i don't so... think there's anything stopping are you me. are you gonna go into gaming i mean I, i'm tempted to do i'm tempted to do that space but at the same time i don't want to get in a situation where it becomes drudgery and work that yeah. hasn't happened to me here i still love what i'm doing here I and mean, that happened to me in speed can, run <laughs> i bet <laughs> like, it does yeah you don't want to play that game anymore well i did i'm yeah. coming back you know, yeah just, yeah it takes a little You'll time. Be back yeah, yeah I'll, be, I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. But, yeah, but I mean that that's it though. I mean it, it's it it is dangerous to make it a job. Yeah. <laughs> but totally is. Uh I mean, do you want to help advance the front? You know, it's it's like what I was watching at CERN and I was watching at Brookhaven. I mean, this this is it. It's cutting edge. It, yeah. It's is it something you believe in? Like go for it, you know. Yeah. What would you do right now if you were recommending to like a person that's interested in tech who's hasn't been in the field, maybe has some some education, but maybe not. How, what would you suggest to them to to move into software development or AR? Or what what would what's the right path in like a twenty year old? That's yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, college. I I really don't know the answer to that. I I, I, the way education is moving, I you know it, it's it's like it's like what's the most hireable thing right now? Like what's going to make you the most money? What's going to be a some? I mean, but like if you really want to build something then build that thing you know don't yeah. don't <laughs> chase the you know it's it, like i mean with the science stuff it, it never paid very well but i mean yeah. it's amazing you know yeah. it, it's i mean one of the things i enjoy the team i'm on here i mean it, it's it's been really great you know working around engineers like you see here but uh, do it, you do you ever f- what we're gonna say no no i, I just to that you know 20 year old i mean the, the thing is like if you want the state of things right now, everything is available. You know, there, there's just everything available online. I mean, with a Raspberry Pi, you can basically learn everything. You know, yeah. it, you you could just sit down and run through the entire education yourself. You could you could do it with. I mean, one of the things I really want to see, and I used to be in this space in Hong Kong, was working in 3D worlds for education because I really this MMO thing I think is going to be super exciting. And again. The, the, it's in Ready the, Player One. is like a it's in basic storyline. You know? yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's in the We're Oasis. talking about the book uh, Ready Player One by Ernie yeah. Klein, uh, which came out to, as a movie as well, which I 
did finally start. I saw I saw the movie finally. Yeah, I'd, I'd skipped it for a long time. It okay. was a fine movie. Yeah. I didn't dislike it. Yeah. I thought it was fun. It was great. I think the book is a lot better. But... Yeah, there's that. <laughs> you know, that's always the case, right? That's yeah. I was working for a company called the 3D Avatar School, and we were literally doing that. I mean, it, it, so when I, when I read the book, I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> so you're thinking that kind of uh, learning in that kind of environment's I think it's fantastic. Effective. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I really want to see the education space, you know, explode like that. Yeah, yeah. utilize that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's very exciting. I agree. There are so many amazing resources right now for learning. Like, yeah. I, and so it's, it's hard but for me to But you need like to make it. it easy to interact. Everybody's got to be able to access it. You know, it, it's got to have that. And that's where I think you can get with, you know, where current prices are and current technology if, if we just kind of nudge ourselves there. You know, I like there's, there's a need for some technical development. You know, I like I, it, there isn't like a wrapped up story. I mean, I've seen different websites that are approaching education differently. I mean, and then... You know, I love Khan Academy. I love, you know, and then the Wikipedia, I think, is like the greatest thing. <laughs> but, you know, you it, there isn't something where like a student could just sit down and just learn everything easily. You know, like some of that's going to require a lot of digging, a lot of self-motivation, a lot of drudgery. And and, yeah. and I think a lot of that could be fun. You know? Yeah. Are you familiar with Free Code Camp? Uh, I haven't. I mean, I've heard of it. Okay, but, uh, it's Quincy, Quincy Larson founded it with some other okay. people, and it's um, one of those one one of those. It's got a we got a whole episode on it, so I mm. won't bore the listeners oh, and check you with it, it. But it's pretty great in the sense that you take a whole bunch of lessons and stuff, kind of like Khan Academy. You go mm. through this whole process, and at the end of a certain period, you can actually say, "Hey, I'm ready to work on a project." And then they take a couple people mm. and r- run a team of new developers who've never done developing professionally and make an open source project for a nonprofit nice. that benefits them directly. Really That's cool kind great. of idea of like. Yeah. And that gives well. you some real experience. Exactly. And then you step out of that with like, yeah, I made that app, yeah. which is a great thing. Yeah, which is yeah. what you need. I mean, it... <laughs> yeah, I agree. And then they need to teach not to use regular expressions. <laughs> they should definitely. <laughs> you should make up a course for that. I mean, not... you should teach it just so they know it so that they know not to use it. Yes. I'll teach that That's class. A good idea. <laughs> I think you should volunteer to do that. It's awesome. Um, so the reason I kind of ping on these is that you, similar to me, it's just kind of Oh, that looks interesting, and then you know, a few years later, you're like you're doing that, and then oh, that looks interesting. A few years <laughs> yeah, later, you're doing that, and it's not. And then, and then people go, "Well, how do I do this?" I don't know. I just kind of did yeah, things I, I was interested doing in. Doing it, and, you so know. it's tricky when you know I've got kids and they're thinking about yeah. college, and I'm like, is, "Is that really the right thing to do?" I have no idea, and I also know that when I was in college, my job didn't exist. Right? Yeah, that the whole problem yeah, exactly. is true. Yeah, I just uh, and that's part of where like these days I would just be handing them a stack of Raspberry Pis. I mean, I just yeah, just I, take this and look, play take with the, it. It's five bucks. You break this, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's amazing. Like the level of technical stuff we've got access to that that it's not expensive and it's safe to screw up. You know, yeah. it's, it's like you You're know a lot of those yourself. learning materials were really expensive back in the day. You know, now I it's, remember the first EEPROM that I had. Yeah, like, I mean, just oh my god, get an EEPROM, get an EEPROM programmer. I mean, you know. Ugh. I had one. I held on to it. I was so excited. I always keep my machine right, running with yeah. serial. And then at one point I was like, wow, this Arduino is just like everything that is. And like $12. I look at it now. I just – I had like – especially as I was starting to mess around with electronics like more recently, yeah. like more seriously. <laughs> and I – you know, I've been playing with relays and you know solenoids and servos and whatever. And And – it's amazing with a Pi because I used to be worried about like, am I going to burn this thing out because of something that I don't understand? Yeah. And now I'm like, it's five bucks, you yeah. know, like, it's not gonna hurt anything. let me just learn, yeah. you know, that, and, and there's all these great tutorials and, and guides online and you harness that and you're building projects. And my wife is sitting there going, wow, what, 
what's that? <laughs> and I'm like, I, just I don't, also I don't the know. Access, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's not fair from an equitable perspective of humanity and all that, but the access of the tech we have right now, like five bucks, you know, a five dollar thing can <laughs> that's yeah. incredible. No, that that you can do everything with that. <laughs> I, I, the, the Pi Foundation, I, the, uh, <laughs> hats off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, just, really good job. They yeah. are just knocking it out. I mean that that Pi Zero. W is just a game changer. I mean, it, it just using What's some. The, that's of, the one that's like nine bucks. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's that like, was five. Actually. Yeah, five. Is it five? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that's, but you got the Wi-Fi. You've got the GPIO. You've got. No, it used to be that you had to full get Linux. You had to get all these different things to do that. And I mean, now running it's just Linux like, when I was in college, damn, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you would believe the trouble I went to. I mean, yeah. I, I found my old install discs. Discs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Linux on floppies. You know, and now like, five bucks, and you've got it on a USB now stick. Now five that's bucks. A full computer. Like, I mean, the SD card costs more. Yeah. <laughs> so the Wi-Fi chip's on that board, too? Yeah. That's all oh there. Gosh. Everything is there. It's for just too bucks. easy. I, I don't understand how they did it. it, it but I'm not crying. No. <laughs> I just, I was like, fine, you know, if, if if I do it wrong and I wire this thing wrong, I'll buy another one, you know? Okay. It, you are excessively optimistic about things. Why? That comes from my dad. <laughs> He's, I mean, he was uh, an electrical engineer his whole life. Um, he... Uh, Started out, he he worked at the Army Ballistic Missile Agency under Werner von Braun. Whoa! Like right at the like pre NASA, you know. Jeez. <laughs> Down in, yeah, he was in Alabama, and, and so I mean, he was in rockets. That's where he lost most of his hearing, <laughs> so, which is part of why I'm so loud. That's <laughs> been, which led to a lot of fun in school when teachers are always like guy use your inside voice and i'm like this is my inside voice what are you talking about <laughs> no, your dad's asleep for or not, not their voice really that... hard for me to not be loud <laughs> but, but so he I mean, worked he on was, rockets yeah and he was always an optimist with, with technology and and he would you know early i had a ti 99 4a i had a microcomputer that i had to put together <laughs> yeah. by hand i i well that one's a tv computer at the time and, and a apple 2e and Apple II and an Apple IIc. And so you're just surrounded by stuff. Yeah, and then and he made me mow lawns so that I could get a Mac. <laughs> you know, so there I am, like, working on every lawn in my town <laughs> trying that's to save money. That's expensive computer for yeah, lawn cutting. Yeah, but, you know, cuttings. it was worth it. Here we are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, there you are on your Mac. And yeah, I was true. dreaming about meeting Steve Wozniak. <laughs> I've, i got to introduce you. I'm so sorry I haven't that's, introduced you. No, 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 that's, that's fine. Right. But, I mean, the, the, I was just reading, like, you know, 6502 assembly. I mean, and again, that came back on the NES, which is another 6502 machine. So it's funny so the, how this came. The NES is the same processor yeah, the as same the Apple chip. One? They changed a few instructions for copyright. For uh, oh, patent. really? Yeah, oh, interesting, there's, yeah. There's like a couple instructions that don't really matter that are different. But it's really but the Motorola it, chip. It, it's really the, it's the six. Well, what was Well, Moss, so who made that Who made the chip on that then if it wasn't, if it wasn't Motorola? Who oh, made the NES chip? Oh, forget it, what you don't know everything no. <laughs> this is the wikipedia <laughs> oh yeah wikipedia knows everything <laughs> i purged it from that's memory that's awesome it's basically the same chip so you yeah, were already assembly the same kind of I, I knew this thing i was like oh, oh that's yeah awesome. here's an a register that's all you got <laughs> here's here's an expert i mean so i mean and that's part of you know the work with Waz and approaching him about uh um everything for extra life and i mean it's just been a lifelong you know it, it someone to really look up to <laughs> yeah yeah he's a pretty amazing guy and uh, and I, I guess like having those types of influences, like you know, really People that spoke do change to me. the world yeah, by yeah. just playing. Yeah, and, yeah, and and enabled it. You know, they just handed you this technology. It wasn't something inaccessible on a tower. Yeah. You know, it was it was something that you could get and mess around with, and yeah, you know, write amazing. programs. And 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 that, you know, my dad was always like, "Look, this is 
this is going to be important. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you're going to, f-. I was asking him questions. He's like, I don't know. I'm not a programmer. <laughs> you know, that, you figure, that, that out. Just figure it out. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> practically how I learned to read was reading what? the Applesoft basic book. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's some hard reading. <laughs> I, you know, my father did that to me too. He, I remember him, I asked about electronics or something, you know, a plug mm. or something like that. And he's like, you know, yeah. I don't know. So you have to <laughs> yeah. figure that out. You have to find yeah. that out. He goes, you're and gonna... that just like, I don't know, it yeah. was a great thing for me. That was reality. I mean, that, that he told, I mean, he would more. always in, try to help. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't dismissive, but right. I mean, you know, it, it was one of those things where he's like, he's like, I really, I really don't know, you know, and, and, you know, if you want to meet some of my coworkers that do more of the yeah. programming stuff, I can introduce you, but you know, that. Some of the stuff you're really going to have to figure out. Yeah. (laughs) Figure things out. It's awesome. And that, yeah, I guess I've always been optimistic there. (laughs) Well, Guy Serino, thank you so much for joining me on (laughs) Keekspeak. I appreciate it. People can find out more on your website. Oh, yeah, blogofsomeguy.com. Blogofsomeguy.com. Awesome. Well, thank you much. That was great. Great to talk. All right.